4: well, you know, a part of it is part of the draw is just that he thinks so little of himself. You know, I, I just want to be there for him.
5: <laughs> I, wish, I wish you would just something about that self-esteem problem he has.
6: <laughs> Cheer up, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> All
5: right. Let's get this thing started.
6: Uh, Carl has uh, one of my favorite podcasts ever.
7: Who are these podcasts? It's called
6: by. A guy called Carl. Who are these podcasts?
7: I mean, it's a podcast review.
6: I was on Who Are These Podcasts yesterday. It's a great you know, show. Have you ever listened to it? I have
7: not. Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo.
6: cause Cause-a-roo. Cause-a-roo. A drinky-poo. Who are these podcasts? They do a show about shows. I think
3: it's a very interesting podcast to listen to. Especially when they go after
6: someone. I thought he was going to break down what it's all about for to turn new pe- people on to no, interesting podcasts. No, the opposite. Just, yeah, it, he just mercilessly rips on people. Some of it's quite hilarious.
0: It's hilarious. The show's hilarious. It's Showtime. <laughs>
5: WATP! W-A-T-P! 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 Hello, bag slappers and cuzaroos, and welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the only show that was able to convince you to listen to Alex Jones. <laughs> I'm your host, Carl. Back with me this week is Croge! Hello, hello! And also, Doug from the Who's Right Podcast. Hey, Doug! Hello! If you'd like to support the show, we have a PayPal account, W-A-T-P show at gmail.com. Uh, We'll also give you a link to episode 88 if you're interested in that with any donation. Thanks to Joseph Jordan and especially Brian coming in with donations this week. Also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on iTunes and then shit all over us in the comments section. Today, we'll be reviewing a podcast called Talking Simpsons. This was a suggestion from Leftover3 on our sub, We have all listened to the show separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. This is a show that's hosted by Bob Mackey and Henry Gilbert. We listened to an episode where they talk about the episode of The Simpsons that features Poochie the dog. And the guests on this episode were Rebecca Sugar, Ian Jones Quarty, and Toby Jones. And those guests are responsible for cartoons, Steven Universe... And OKKO, OK have hey. I set this up enough, guys? Hey now, holy shit! Yeah, we, are we done? With, are we done with it now? Information overload. <laughs> is everyone on the same page? Do you need me to go back to anything and repeat it? Yeah, what was on the last slide? The last slide was the chart where I showed my ratings going way down. <laughs> this is where people drop off of listening to our show when I explain every fucking guest who's on a fucking podcast that wasn't even heard before. Yeah. Croach, I'm going to start things off for us today. Please do. I mean, I, I want to go to Doug with his four clips, but I figure we can <laughs> save those for a minute. We'll, we'll, we'll table those for a second. And just, I want to
4: just—I I want to clear the air first. The yeah. four clips that I sent over, yes, have, have absolutely nothing to do with this podcast. <laughs> Perfect.
5: As a guy who's come on this show at least a half dozen times, you're finally getting it. You're finally <laughs> understanding what we do here. Holy shit! All right, this first clip. I found this to be hilarious. They're talking about the Simpsons episode with Itchy and Scratchy where they bring on Poochie to save the show, and they criticize it for not being realistic.
8: Also, yeah, any television clown, they would be playing like... (laughs) pre-1948 public domain cartoons. Like, there's no way, like, a television clown would be ba- playing specially made cartoons. First for run
6: for- cartoons. He, yeah, he, no, he has, like, curative control over <laughs> what, is, what is in the cartoon. Yeah.
5: All right, so they're already pointing out that it doesn't make sense that a cartoon, or I'm sorry, a clown on local TV would have a first run cartoon show. Wow. Featured within his show. That's some hard-hitting commentary right there. And then, later on in the show, they play a clip from The Simpsons making fun of people who
7: point things like that out. <laughs> Hi, question from Miss Bellamy. In episode 2F09, when he plays Scratchy's skeleton like a xylophone, he strikes the same rib twice in succession, yet he produces two clearly different tones. I mean, what are we, to believe that this is some sort of uh <laughs> a magic xylophone or something? Boy, I really hope somebody got fired for that blunder.
5: So I found this to be entertaining because you have these people who are being made fun of on The Simpsons, mm-hmm. and then they're the ones reviewing this episode of The Simpsons. And the one guy even has regrets about questions that he's asked people at Comic-Cons in the past. This makes me kind of break out of a
9: sweat hearing this question from Doug, too, because I don't... I have asked these questions at Comic-Cons in, of in my teens. No like I was the I don't think I was too mean about it or saying somebody should get fired. But I was like, hey, why did Vertigo cancel this book? Like, I would ask that kind of question. Right. And, and now I see, like, why well, I, I, I could have been a little nicer to those people.
5: <laughs> I, I feel bad about that now. That's Henry Gilbert. And he feels bad about being such a nerd. Not so bad that he didn't quit his job to just do podcasts about cartoons full time. Because <laughs> him and Bob Mackey quit their jobs a couple years ago and now only do this. Yes. Doug, did you happen to listen to Talking Simpsons, as was the homework assignment?
4: I I misunderstood the homework assignment going into class.
1: Uh,
5: Okay. I mean, I I sent your mom an email, too. It should have been clear. His dog ate his clips. It was was also on our intranet. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, uh, so, yeah, I I did a little
4: bit of of prep for the show. Mm -hmm. Uh, I do know that they are together making a cool $11,000 a month doing this fucking piece of shit. It's fucking from, amazing, from
5: isn't 2046 it? 2,046 patrons on Patreon. Oh, it, I, I hate America. This I hate America. <laughs> Capitalism doesn't work, it turns out. Yeah. I have to tell you guys, I, I'm going to throw this out here early, and then we'll not speak of it again. Yeah. I... Enjoyed listening to this podcast. Oh God, I was actually enjoying it.
1: Fuck
5: <laughs> me, I know, and I, I feel weird saying that. I think it's because I liked the episode of The Simpsons so much with Poochie, and they were playing so many clips from it. Yeah, but I was kind of into it. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, that is a funny scene. You're right, that is good. I did like when they played things
10: that weren't part of their own show. Yes, that part. I Those are the best parts.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so, what was it? It was three hours long, right? Yes, it was on a, a twenty-minute episode. Yep. Well, how could you like that? There there's nothing that you can review that's 20 minutes long and take 3 hours doing it. Well, there, there, I was I was fully prepared to do a 2-hour episode today on Todd's 7-minute stand-up comedy.
5: <laughs> we might actually do that. Yeah. I might have to go and grab my uh, charger at some point. The one of the reasons why it takes them so long to get through this episode is because they have to talk about themselves a lot.
10: Yeah. That was the first thing I was going to point out.
5: Okay, why don't we go to you then, Kroge. What do you got? Well, my summary is my number one. Okay. I moved during school years one
9: time, uh, like in fourth grade, and I had kind of Bart's situation of discovering, like, this school teaches things different than my school, and I'm kind of lost for a couple months here.
10: So anyway, it turns out that Every episode of The Simpsons, coincidentally, is about these two hosts and their sad, empty, lonely childhoods. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. I mean, Carl, I'd like to pay you a compliment if I could. Yeah, please. When you do a podcast about a topic... Your show isn't about your sad childhood or yeah. your terrible taste in music or your retarded <laughs> political views. It's about the show <laughs> that you're reviewing. Like, you, you I keep
5: see, focused. I see bad stuff for bad practice.
1: Exactly.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, what, as the, the little bits and pieces of this podcast that I listened to, it did make me think about my dad, who loved donuts <laughs> and drank all the time.
10: <laughs> <laughs> Which is a winning combination. And they even, it's really, really forced. My number four, it's a little long, but it's a compilation of all these like discussion topics that come from various
2: Simpsons cues. Did your guys' schools have websites? Was cursive... Did you have to learn cursive in, uh, in grade school? What was your first uh, album you bought? I really mm-hmm. want to know this.
9: Uh, so, being embarrassed by parents in front of school chums. Anybody else suffer through that in, mm. in childhood? Yeah, I didn't even ask, like, how much of a Bond fan are people in this? I've, I've watched a few. I'm not a, I'm not a mega fan of James Bond.
1: Who yeah. <laughs> fucking cares?!
10: Thank you. Thank you so much, Bonnie. (laughs) That's all I could think of was her voice in my head listening to these questions like, who gives a fuck? And if you heard one of them, he couldn't even get out. He
4: was like, does anyone like James Bond? I don't really like
5: James Bond that much. It's like, (laughs) come on, you fucking asshole. He doesn't want to ask a question. He just wants to be talking. Okay, now
1: I
4: want to to ask you again, Carl. Yeah. Do you stand by what you said that you enjoyed this?
5: I did, and I felt (laughs) weird about it. (laughs) I, I, I told my wife, I said, "I don't know what I'm gonna do this weekend. I enjoyed listening to this fucking podcast. It's bizarre. So can we talk about what these
10: guys do for a living? Um, so the <laughs> I think we already did. the <laughs> Patreon benefit. So if you donate, yes my number two and three are the what you get from Patreon.
9: Cool. And along with 13 episodes of Talking Futurama, you'll get all 23 episodes of Talking Critic, the entire first season of Talking Simpsons, monthly community podcasts, interviews with Simpsons writers, and so much more! Okay, so that was the first promo break in one of the episodes, and
10: then
5: here's the next promo break. I'm sorry to fuck up your flow, Yeah, but Talking Critic... No well, one even wants to watch the T V show The Critic, let alone listen to a podcast about it. All
9: twenty six episodes, Carl. That's where we go through a different cartoon each week in the same talking Simpsons style. You could hear us talk about Steven Universe, King of the Hill, Batman the Animated Series, and so much more. I mean, are they missing anything besides like
4: Flintstones and-
5: that Yeah are missing- <laughs> <laughs> That's that's one thing that you not talk about at all.
4: Yeah. Oh man. Did you see their fifty dollar tier that If you do it and you, I think you have to do it for four months in a row. And once you do that, you can give them a cartoon and they'll record a podcast based on your recommendation.
5: Oh, is that what that is? It said it was sold out. I saw the $50 and the $100 tier were both sold out. What? Oh, And I did the math on their patrons and the amount of money they're making. So they have $50 tiers, $100 tiers. They're averaging 5 bucks per patron. So the, the math doesn't check out here. I don't know how these things are sold out. Nobody's well, spending more than five bucks on this. It works out. You could only had, you could have
4: one ten dollar or one fifty dollar tier, one one hundred dollar tier. You think that was the selling out point? If one person donates fifty bucks, we're good. Yeah, I mean, you don't <laughs> want to commit to uh, having to do this ever again, you know. So if you if you have a, a big rush of five people or twenty people that want you to, do I don't fucking know.
5: Doug God. is seeing <laughs> dollar signs right now. He's just... <laughs> He's texting Anthony as we speak. I got an idea for a show. <laughs> we will complain about anything you want us to complain about for just $2,000. <laughs> just, you just let us know. Well, actually, I'm, I'm going to throw that out there. You want us to review a podcast real bad? We've been ignoring you?
4: <laughs> 2000 bucks gets me talking. I wanted to ask you. I, I hate to stop the Simpsons talk, but so you're, <laughs> you're, you? you're, taking do- you're taking donations now. Yeah. Don't you feel like a whore?
5: Well, I want to ask you something because you're the ones who's buddies with my uh, merch guy or my ex-merch guy, Shiloh. <laughs> what the fuck happened with that guy? I, he got all
4: fucking shitty with us, and, and Anthony said he was going to open up his own merch store and all of a sudden started seeing tweets, and he's like, well, fuck it. Go see Anthony for merchandise if you want it. I'm done.
5: <laughs> all right. So you have so you talked to him? Do you, do you have, like, a phone number or something? He owes me a bunch of money. He's not getting back to me. <laughs> I like, I like that right. you think that's funny
4: yeah i think it's fucking great
5: <laughs> you fucking asshole he'll he'll take care of you okay all right well now i feel better <laughs> there was something in the episode that i was to do it sounds like crows hey, was all over the map yeah what's I, up I, I i got your cut actually
4: and i i was the 50 dollar patron for this simpsons thing
5: <laughs> you, you spent my t-shirt money on the fucking talking simpsons that's the worst thing i've ever heard All I'm trying to do is sell shitty t-shirts to people who enjoy my show, and you're fucking doing that. Uh, There was one thing on this podcast that I was very surprised to
8: hear. When I was unemployed in New York.
5: Wait, what? (laughs) This guy unemployed? (laughs) That's impossible. Uh, Crows, what else you got, buddy? Uh,
10: I listened to a show where they had a very special guest. All right. Uh, this was number five.
11: Oh, My name is Lexi, and I'm in a band in San Francisco called The y Axes. I'm a singer in that band.
10: Now, look, I know not every podcast can have the rhythm guitarist from The Isotopes as a <laughs> cause, but, <laughs> you
5: know. The y Axes. that sounds like a really fun band.
9: But uh, number six was her very unique contribution to the show she was on. In both those cases, story is second to guest stars. Daryl. <laughs> Daryl. This episode is nothing as good as Daryl, I will say. it's <laughs> true. Oh, no. Very
5: true.
10: <laughs> yeah, it's just like people shouting Simpsons references over each other.
5: So they're not realizing that they're guilty of all the same things they complain about. This is a second example of that that we've played on here. That's yeah. impressive. Oh, all that and that. It's impressive so. to be that unaware of what you're actually doing. And then a lot of just like
10: second-guessing stuff. My number eight maybe is a good one.
5: Yeah, I got some of these
2: examples, too. I assume that they were tempted to stick Troy McClure into this video, but they're like, no, it's it wouldn't fit, but it's like, mm. I feel like he's missing right, in some right. way. So I think they were going to do it this way, but
10: then I think they decided, well, that's probably not the way to do it, so we'll go this other... What the
5: fuck are we talking
10: about, <laughs> dude?
5: Making up more shit than... Uh, Disgrace land. Disgrace land. (laughs) Oh, he's, yeah, he's right in the rooms. He's, he's right in the
10: writer's room in these guys' minds. Uh,
5: yeah, let's, let's talk about that where they tend to overanalyze shit. They're talking about, it's three hours long. Yes. (laughs) Of course they do. Yes, this is true. They talk about how they're doing a focus group and the, the kids have to pull a knob, either positive or negative as they watch itchy and scratchy. And there's just this quick throwaway line because Ralph's an idiot, and he's chewing on the knob.
8: Now, you
5: (laughs) each have a knob
6: in front of you. When you like what you see, turn the knob to the right. When you don't like what you see, turn it
7: left.
12: My knob tastes funny.
7: Please refrain from tasting the knob.
5: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so Ralph says, my knob tastes funny because it's in his mouth. And he says, please refrain from tasting the knob. Seems pretty innocuous, right? There you go. Listen to the analysis of this. I oh, think this no. goes along the same vein that you were just
11: talking about. I oh. really appreciate the use of taste. Tasting in, them Instead out. of bite yeah. or, or eat. It's so much funnier. Yeah, <laughs> It implies a knowledge of why it was bitten in the Yes, first place. yes. Yeah.
8: It's like a specific complaint towards Ralph. Like, you're not taste funny because you're not supposed to taste it. <laughs> I
11: think it's like I feel like he's in a mode. This, like, sales mode where it's like, okay, I thought about this maybe a little too much. Uh, you know, they're, everyone's feeling out their opinions on things. I feel like to taste the knob is to, like, appreciate the knob.
2: No, you're right. It's like he's not there to evaluate the taste of the knob. He's there to evaluate yes. the things he's right, watching. Right, so. right. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. True. You're tasting yeah. the
11: cartoon. What in the hell are you talking about? $11,000
5: a fucking month. Oh. The reason why the joke was don't taste it now is because it says it tastes funny. Yeah. That was why he said don't taste it. Yeah. I can't believe he used the word taste instead of bite. Like that was really brilliant. It it wasn't. And I like the Simpsons. It wasn't that impressive of a line. It didn't need a minute and a half long of analysis on it.
10: (laughs) Oh, and it just goes and goes. My number 10 is they've got uh, this thing happens. And was it, did Albert Brooks improvise the thing or did the writers write the thing?
9: Uh, it got to think that was 100% Brooks. I don't want to take credit away from the writers if they wrote yeah. it, but it just feels so stand up right, right, right. It's, yeah, it's per- yeah.
5: And it's, of course, with his established history of being an ad liver.
9: And uh,
10: notice, no one knows what the fuck they're talking about. There is no answer to this question. Yeah. But let's just fucking pontificate. They said this one sentence. Yeah. Let's talk about it for fucking 10 minutes. And there's, there's not even a resolution.
5: There's no way to even know or care. Yeah, there's, a, uh... They listen to... So they watch the DVDs that have the producer commentary on it. Yes. And that's how they get a lot of this information that they talk about and try to sound smart. This is an example of that. The guy... Tries to pretend he can figure out who a voice actor is based on a sneeze he heard.
9: Only <laughs> hearing it isolated in audio, do I do I really can tell that that is Alex Rocco sneezing as in the Really? Scene. Oh, wow! Okay, It yeah. cool. <laughs> Really sounds like
5: huh. it. I mean, it's obviously Alex Rocco who's sneezing in that scene. Uh, is it okay? That was comic book guy himself. That like way. come to life. Holy yeah. shit. Uh, And they also go deep with every fucking cartoon because they get off on a Tom and Jerry tangent.
2: I think Eugene Scratchy cartoons are more distinct than Tom and Jerry cartoons. And I love the pre-Chuck Jones, Tom and Jerry's and the pre-filmation like and everything that followed that. But it's like...
8: (laughs)
5: This is
2: fucking ridiculous.
8: (laughs) (laughs) I take it back, dog. I don't know why I enjoyed this show.
5: The pre-filmation Tom and Jerry's? What are we talking about? (laughs) You can't
4: take it back, and, and it completely blows my mind that those words came out of your mouth. Dude, you
5: can say that. You can say I can't take it back, but I can take it out and post. <laughs> I have final say on this. I don't
4: give a fuck. I heard it. I, I don't care if anybody else
5: knows. No I one's going to believe you. you now. No one's going to believe you. Tweet all you want, Doug. No <laughs> one can hear you. They do get off on some ridiculous bullshit. Yeah. As they're talking about this Comic-Con thing, Mm -hmm. And they're relating to themselves being at Comic-Cons because this woman, Rebecca Sugar, now is one of these people who created the cartoon and she's answering questions to fans. She comes up with this theory about understanding how cartoons are made that is terrible. Okay.
8: It makes zero sense. When you let people know a lot about the process of how something is made, the magic disappears for them.
11: I have a theory about this.
8: You kind of have to give them both.
11: Should I say my my donut theory?
8: Oh, yeah, yeah, the donut hole.
11: Is this boring?
8: I mean it might I,
11: it's, <laughs> yeah, I think it's really I think it's really interesting. Okay. okay, I have a theory. It's that it's like a donut, where if you're on the outside of the donut and you don't know anything about animation, you can experience it fully. It'll wash over you and you'll enjoy it. Once you start to learn a little more, you're inside of the donut, where all of a sudden you appreciate it less because you know a little of how it's made, but you don't know so much about it. Well, once you get all the way into the donut hole, you know so much about animation that all of a sudden all the limitations, all all the little issues that are being worked around like you can see all the problem solving and suddenly it's magic again Holy what the fuck. fuck is she talking about did I
10: you guys follow that i get what she's trying to say but it's a retarded point it's a
4: retarded point couldn't couldn't you not say donut and in her analogy say anything in its place like pop can or pizza or car
5: everything what's
4: a, what's a donut have to do with
5: it everything would have made more sense than donut when you're outside of the donut, and then you go through the donut, and then you're in the middle of the donut, what are what are we talking about here? How does that... I know Sigmund Freud used to bring up donuts
10: a lot during his discussions of psychoanalysis.
5: Thank God there was at least this drop in there. Is
11: this boring? Yes.
5: <laughs> it's wildly boring. If you have to second guess whether what you're about to say is boring or not, chances are it's boring.
11: yeah.
4: She she should have used female anatomy for her analogy. You know, like once you press through the
5: vulva and you're fully... I I think Bob Mackie and Henry Gilbert would have been very confused if that was the analogy. Yeah. They understood donuts. I don't drive a vulva. I have a Prius. Um, Let's talk about Rebecca Sugar real quick. I got a lot of notes from people who really disliked this woman. She created this show called Steven Universe... Somebody sent me videos of people just ragging on Steven Universe for being the worst cartoon ever. I don't know. I've I've never never seen seen this. I don't give a shit. It's a a kid's cartoon on the Cartoon Network. It's not for me. Whatever. But she does say something very, very retarded at the beginning of the episode.
11: I don't know. I I think about Springfield a lot. I've thought about it more since moving to L.A. It never occurred to me that the Springfield sign was like the Hollywood sign. I just took it on complete face value. Like there's a sign. Springfield.
12: Uh-oh, retard alert. Retard alert, class.
11: Because there's so many other
10: famous cities that have a white letter sign <laughs> on a hill with the letters stagger.
5: What the well, fuck? something you probably don't want to admit on yeah. a podcast. It was not uh, a complicated thing yeah. that they pulled off there. I... The other thing about Rebecca, at the very end, they're, they're talking about Steven Universe over and over and over again. She gets way into making the cartoon and what they're doing. And then at the end, she pimps it. They give, they give her a chance to promote it, which, which you know, you do with, when you have guests on your show. But I just found this to be fascinating because we've been talking about Steven Unif- Universe for two hours and 43 minutes.
11: And she has to explain that she's the creator of this show. We know. And then listen to how desperate she is. I'm Rebecca Sugar. Uh, you can find me... I'm Rebecca Sugar on Instagram. I do a show called Steven Universe. It's past seasons are on Hulu and you can find it when it's on, on Cartoon Network. Please don't miss the next bunch of episodes, please. We worked really hard on them. Wow. Hee (laughs) hee.
5: I hope you guys enjoy this next episode of WATP. I worked really hard on it. Ugh. Please guys
10: subscribe. Please, please, please click that button and ring that bell.
4: Please. Guys, also, if you could buy my shirts and just wear them to my comedy.
13: <laughs> oh fuck.
5: I mean, I worked really hard on on getting those shirts that I didn't make any money off of, so <laughs> buy those shirts. Jesus Christ this is Rebecca making it about her which she does quite a bit
11: I worry sometimes that I start if I start to write about as someone who's been working on the show for seven years I see myself starting to write about being being tired tired yeah yeah like uh, deeply yeah? tired and trying to continue to do this job and because that's the fight that I know that's my daily life yeah. and it has been for so long that I've that's I'm starting to make stories about it and then I worry I'm just like is this too inside She got brought onto this show to talk about an
5: episode of The Simpsons that everybody knows <laughs> Hey come you on. make cartoons <laughs> come on this show and then she's doing a deep dive into how she writes her show and what she's going through with her trauma uh, internally uh, Jesus fucking, fucking yes <laughs> Whatever! Who cares? Save that for your fucking podcast about Steven Universe! I was to do a show with the Simpsons! Try
4: working in a fucking factory in 16-hour days and I, go home to your cheating wife in your fucking trailer. Try being That's a hard fucking life. Try
5: being a roofer in July, you fucking idiot. Oh, it's so terrible. I have to write this cartoon that I came up with. That's my full-time job. <laughs> please, just watch it. Please. Uh, This is, once again, her talking about her show. And as soon as these guys start talking about OKKO and... And Steven Universe, they can't fucking stop themselves.
6: Yeah, and OK KO,
8: like, usually we've got several people there. Yeah, for us, usually, you know, we try to get the core main characters together. Okay, okay. Uh, so, you know, we've got Courtney Taylor, who's KO, and then Ashley Burch, who's Enid, and then me as Rad. We try to get them all together, but, you know, it's tough sometimes. People have different schedules. Ashley and Super me as is Rad. In, Who are they talking you know, you about? You to kind of patch people in. You guys are pretty good with getting some of, like, the core characters yeah, in. Yeah, I
11: really like to have people be together. Yeah. Especially, if, I mean, if it's narratively important. One of my oh, favorite boy. times recording how was we were getting Charlene and Erica, yes, yes, yes. who are Ruby and Sapphire, respectively, mm-hmm. and Charlene was sort of having a tricky time, like, laughing on cue, and Erica was like, oh, just like let all the air out of your lungs, mm-hmm. and it becomes easy <laughs> to, like, then laugh on cue, and then she tried it, and she did it, and she's like, oh, it worked, and I'm like, oh my god, I think Sapphire just taught Ruby how to laugh.
5: <laughs> it's boring. You're boring, everybody. Quit boring, everyone. Thank you, Homer. What the fuck is she talking about? No one who's listening how far to the are show we
4: from you doing a retrospective episode about how funny you were in a certain episode and yes. why you chose the drops that you chose. <laughs> and you chose them.
5: I remember going into the show that I was a little bit concerned about Kevin's preparation. So I grabbed more clips than usual. <laughs> I should do a commentary track. <laughs> Listen to how fucking I gotta just go on Rebecca a little bit longer. Listen to how fucking proud she is of herself.
11: Like like mm-hmm. it would be so exciting if they would make something because usually, especially I think with Stephen fans, what we want, even though it's v- very sensitive when it comes close, I think like I, I would like to. <laughs> I would just when I started the show, I really wanted to m- make people want to draw, and I think there's a lot of stories that haven't been told and when people are like this isn't quite me this is almost me but you didn't get it right i'm like oh my gosh i really want to know you yeah i really want to meet you i want to see your thing i think i'd really love it
4: all right so i that's don't a, that's a great drop right there yeah i want to see your thing i think i'd really love it <laughs> that, was, that was the only thing that my ears perked up when How you did
5: i miss that. that so i can't relate to this i don't create a cartoon but I do have a podcast and a band, and if somebody comes up to me and says, I love your podcast or I love your band, and they say, I have a podcast or I have a band, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Stop talking right now. I, I don't care. If you like what I do, great. Let's add the conversation. <laughs> Unless you want to talk more about what I do. Yeah. Oh, you have a band? Oh, yeah, neat. What kind of music is it? It's <laughs> a shit.
4: What if, they, what if their answer is we do shitty
5: instrumentals to video game music? All right, then I'm listening. <laughs> and now I'm listening. Uh, these guys are so impressed with themselves. They want to be in the industry yeah. so bad. They think they're part of the thing. They're talking about this voice actor June Ferre, who passed away recently. She used to do Rocky and Bullwinkle. And oh stuff. yeah, yeah. And uh, this is their this is the something they had to drop in there as talk while they were talking about her.
8: We've we've been lucky enough to be in the same room as her a wow. couple a couple different times. Yeah.
5: Yeah, of course you have. You go to fucking comic
8: cons. You have no day job.
5: Really, you're in the same room as a person who does cartoons. No shit. It's not impressive. It's not an impressive feat. All right, I I've it over. What do you got, Crows? What do you What do you got, Dog? Any Any comments? Any commentary?
4: I've got to ask you again. You've, you've done nothing but last half hour about bitch about this podcast. You started by saying you liked it. I want to know: Do you stand? Are you, Did you subscribe? No,
5: no, I didn't subscribe to it. <laughs> uh, but it was weird because I, I listen to these podcasts, and it's not a fun thing I have to force myself to do. it. I'd rather be listening to other shows I enjoy. And this one, I was commuting to work and listening to the show. I'm like, oh, this actually isn't that bad. <laughs> I was feeling weird about it. Why am I enjoying this so much? But okay. over the course of three hours, there's a lot of fucking bullshit oh to pull. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> yeah. So
4: what's, what's the positive takeaway? Let, let's... Let's revamp W.A.T.P. Okay. What's the What's the positive takeaway from, from this podcast from you?
5: I liked that they did a great job of going through the episode. I've heard these other shows, like Good Times Great Movies is a good example, where they want to explain every scene to you. These guys actually play the clips from the show, and they do so in a way that they play enough of it that everyone's on the same page. Okay, this is what happened in that scene. They kind of dissect it a little bit. They yeah. go through it. There's <laughs> some decent analysis. A lot of it's bullshit, like Kroge was pointing out. But some of it's decent. They've they've listened to the commentary and and whatever behind-the-scenes DVDs and shit. So they kind of know some stuff. So that part I was enjoying. But this these guests that they had on this episode were unlistenable. They were so proud of themselves. They do avoid that pitfall
10: of other shows where it's like and then homer walked in the room and then homer said this and then Marge right. looked at him and then Marge said, where they're just yeah like it's like they're
5: reading the script to you." most podcasts do that they yeah. just read a wiki page or read their notes from watching a movie or a tv show so i mean hey it's not the worst podcast i ever heard in my life but at this point it'd be pretty fucking hard to be <laughs> the worst podcast i ever heard in my life crush what do you got
10: buddy Uh, I had two other contenders for summary of the show. My number nine is
9: just, I love it. We've watched some deleted scenes, and I think, like, would this be my favorite thing if if it was that instead of this other scene? And I know that's total fucking nonsense. That's nonsense. But it definitely sums up the show, like, well, we watch these other things, and maybe that was my
10: favorite thing. But if this was in the show, that would have been my other favorite thing. Which... It doesn't make any sense, but they would spend... Like, that's a 10-minute discussion for these guys. I you would know call I mean? that
5: neither here
10: nor there. There you go. That's how somebody. I would describe that. All right. And my number 13 is... This was right in the beginning of one of the episodes I listened to.
9: I mean, that Romeo plus Juliet, it was the cool... I think I listened to the soundtrack, but never actually saw it. It looked too, looked too scary and, and adult scary? and mature as a kid. I was like, oh, I can't... These. I'm only fourteen. I'm only 14. I can't have these. So, just what? as a... <laughs> Just as a,
10: as, a, as, as a trivia question here, what does the soundtrack to the 90s film Romeo and Juliet have to do with The Simpsons? <laughs> Nothing? It was released the same oh. week as a Simpsons episode. And, <laughs> and you can even hear they're playing like, the intro music to the show. They're still on their way into the show. We're going to talk about the Simpsons episode, but first... Let's talk about this fucking movie
5: from 25 years ago. But not really. We'll talk about me as a the, teenager. That they never soundtrack. saw. Because he's afraid of sex. He's 14 I, years old. He's like, I, I don't get the storyline. These two want to have sex? That's bullshit. I
10: don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. My number 11 is them second guessing the flow of the episode.
2: I was yeah. sad we didn't get more sign gags like in mm. uh, Summer of Four Foot Two. There was only The Spend Zone is the only sign that we mm-hmm. see in that little downtown area. That might be the nerdiest shit ever. Like well, they they put in this one joke, but I wish they would
10: have had more jokes of the slaver during this scene while we were driving down the street.
5: That reminds me of something that happened in here because remember, these guys are so inside, they know everything about cartoons. Yeah.
8: This person is really excited about the sound design in this one scene. (laughs) The sound design of them running upstairs is one of my favorite things, especially the way that the the door slams are lined up perfectly, so they're three in a row. There's no way they could have each gotten there at once, but you need to hear three door slams, and (laughs) there they are, just one after another.
5: He's really excited because... Homer and the kids run, or Marge and the kids run upstairs and they all slam their doors. Yeah. And you hear one, two, three door slam. That's the only way you could do that. There's no other way to do that. And he's like, that was really impressive. <laughs> you hear all three door slam. There's three different bedrooms. <laughs> the fuck? What did you want them to do?
4: Oh my God. In your research, did you, did
5: you figure out what these guys, what jobs they quit to do this? <laughs> yes, I did. They were in video games in Silicon Valley. And I don't know what they did, but they talked to this guy that I'm going to get they, into. They, yeah, I can on. tell you, they were programmers. Yeah. <laughs> that, they don't need to learn to code. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to talk about Shivam, who is a guest on one of the latest episodes that is talking about an Apu episode that they find to be problematic. Oh, no. So I don't know if you want to get into that now or, if Crows, you want to blow through some more of these uh how many by the way how many episodes do you listen to i listened to two i listened to the homer palooza one because
10: okay. uh it had a bunch of bands in the as guest stars i thought there'd be some good music talk mm-hmm. and then i listened to you only move twice which is my maybe my all-time favorite simpsons episode and for that one they had they were in another studio and they, it, they were with these two other hosts that host their own simpsons podcast oh
5: okay wow crossover episode and these two sucked as
10: well, but they because there was four of them, they just kind of kept it moving, so it wasn't it wasn't as bad. Whoa, whoa,
5: whoa! Time out! What do you say, Crows? You liked this too? It wasn't
10: as bad an episode as when it's just them <laughs> <Okay>. with some <laughs> other miscellaneous person, like some musician. They dragged Doug, so, did in you hear
4: that? It sounded like Kroge enjoyed
10: this episode. But... Oh, loved it to
4: pieces. I I I, but I, it... I appreciate you having me come on here, but I think this is probably my last time. <laughs> <laughs>
5: All right, for for those of you paying attention at home, Doug is here because we're going to be talking about Todd's stand-up in a little (laughs) bit, so we're just trying to kill some time before we get to the real meat of this episode, Yes, our buddy Todd. Oh, filler, no killer. Yes. I do have a couple clips I'd love to throw at you. Yeah, please. If
10: If there's one thing I love on podcasts, it's people talking music, and if there's another thing I love on podcasts, it's people talking shit about bands that Carl enjoys.
5: Okay.
2: So here's my number 14. So, yeah, Smashing Pumpkins. I was a big Smashing Pumpkins fan at this time. Ooh, I don't know about nice. you guys. Uh, I can still go back to this album, but the lyrics are deeply embarrassing. Uh, Very much Guess so. what, guys? God is empty just like me.
9: Oh, <laughs> I'm in love with my own sadness. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> now, now okay.
5: normally I would
10: not endorse singing on a podcast. Right. Unless you're making fun of Billy Corgan. Then I'm okay with I'm that. I'm okay with that, too. My number 15, just it, it sent shivers up and down my
2: spine.
11: I got one, too. Yes, please. I saw Smashing Pumpkins at the Bridge School benefit a few years ago. Oh, man, I've been to that before. Yeah, and uh, I have to tell you, I was hugely, hugely disappointed.
2: Uh, hmm. Played mostly
11: new stuff and, oh. and brought out Josh Groban. Boo.
10: Now, <laughs> that sounds terrible. I don't believe there is a hell, but if there was an eternal damnation, it would be Billy Corgan and Josh Groban duetting <laughs> until the end of time. I mean, that that has to be the worst Thing that's ever. And not happened. even old songs
5: or covers. New <laughs> shit. Okay. New ah, shit. magic pumpkins. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I, I I have to disagree with you.
5: Oh, okay. Play my number one. Oh okay. Here we go. This, D- this is
4: what would be worse than that in hell. People are are the oh my God! What is this? This is shameless. I thought oh, so nice.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
5: oh no! He's putting his own spin on this dude! <laughs> Alright, I gotta pause this. So I gotta pause this. What what the fuck is going on? Did
10: you tap into his <laughs> karaoke app or what happened
5: here? Yeah, what happened here? No, let's just continue talking about the symptoms. This is better. Alright, oh, that's a teaser for later out of the show, I guess.
10: Yeah. Speaking of off-key singing, here's my last clip on Talking Simpsons. Here's
9: my number sixteen, and it was "Kiss Me, Son of God." I destroyed the bond of friendship and respect between the only people left and even look me in the eye. Now I laugh and make a fortune off the same ones that I tortured, and the world says, "Kiss me, Son
2: of God." What's the name of the song, though? <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> I... Shut
5: up! Oh, Why are you singing? Well, because they're nerds. Oh. <laughs> God. That's what nerds do. Oh. They don't know any better. I guess not, yeah. Nerd! Thank you. <laughs> By the way, if you're gonna talk about Billy Corgan, you have to talk about the fact that he's seen shapeshifters. <laughs> Billy Corgan has seen shapeshifters in real life. He told Howard Stern this. That's the only thing I want to hear about now. I don't want to hear about Cherub Rock. I don't want to hear about how he wrote today. I just want to hear about these fucking shape Where were they? Was it like an Autobot? Like, what are we talking about? Were they related to the Clockwork Elves? We need answers. We need answers here. I want Alex Jones with Eddie Bravo and Billy Corgan getting to the bottom of this shit. I would pay. I would. I would Patreon up for that, I got to say. I love the fact that these dummies are so into The Simpsons that they're wondering what cartoon characters are thinking while they're taking a certain action.
9: So do you guys think when they're giving him the slow clap that they all know they're going to just change the line later or do they think they mean it at one point and then they change their mind?
5: So I think this is that Bob Mackey guy who I'm told does not take kindly to criticism. So Bob, you're awesome. I love your show. <laughs> he's explaining, he's explaining that after homer does his whole big speech to try to save poochie everyone who's working the cartoon gives him a big standing ovation oh yeah. that was great and he's like but what was their motivation uh, what were they really thinking in their oh heads Lord. nothing it's a made-up fucking cartoon were you tricked were you tricked into thinking this was a reality show Sons <laughs> right, of
4: anarchy i don't know if you ever watched Sons of anarchy when it was on i was actually a big fan of that show but you go back and watch some of the old interviews and shit, and it, it's very reminiscent of this exact same thing. when you have a character, somebody that plays a character, talking about a scene that they did, and what they think that their character was thinking, when they thought that this action was happening to them. Yeah. It, you, you know what you he was did thinking?: what you did because you said what you said because somebody told you to say it, you
5: <laughs> fuck. You know that's what I was it. thinking? I was thinking, "What's my next line? That's yeah. what I was thinking, because that's the only thing they're thinking about. Yeah. When do I've I say my next slide, and what is it?
4: I've got six hookers in a trailer. I'm waiting to get this scene over with. That's what I was thinking. Yes!
5: All right. There's an episode I listened to that is called... I'm going to fuck this up and I'm going to try it. The name of the this episode is The Two Nahasma Pima Patalons. There you go. Not even close. Close enough. Anyway, this is the episode where Apu has his arranged marriage. Oh. So these guys now, Apu is a very controversial character here oh, in yes. 2019 or 18 or whatever year this was controversial. So they have this guy Shivam, who is well, I'll just I'll just go ahead and let him set this up. So yeah.
2: Shivam is back. He is our I, I think I'll call him our cultural correspondent uh, for some That's for some topics. All right, so uh,
5: Shivam's on the show because he's their cultural correspondent. They want no. to make sure they treat this correctly, no. dude. Did
10: they have an Indian guy on to talk about the Indian character? <laughs> oh, it gets worse. He's oh, not no. just an Indian
13: guy. Well, I mean, on the weekend, I'm a Hindu priest and I do Hindu re- religious oh, ceremonies no. and rituals and uh, cultural things. And I have done something like, uh, let's just say, a hundred something Indian weddings in the past five or six years. Oh no, that's so, a
5: tokenism. Apu gets married yeah. with a Hindu ceremonial, Indian, cultural, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. So this guy's on the show because they need to be fact-checking
2: this. I want a lot of fact-checking in this episode.
13: (laughs) Oh, there's fact-checking. There will be facts that have been checked.
5: You're going to
10: fact-check the silly sitcom cartoon show. I have to tell you that
5: our policy here on WATP is that Goddamn right. Fucking fact-checking. This is a comedy cartoon. Their job is not to document the exact cultural rituals within India or Hinduism.
10: Yeah. That's like when Sam Kinison used to say, I sincerely apologize because when I was going to medical school to learn how to write jokes, we didn't cover that. All
5: right. this This is a great word that they use. They decide that The Simpsons is challenged.
13: But um, no, so I was fond of it, and I'm still fond of it. It's uh, it's good. It's just challenged, and you know, it's a product of its time. But he he still thinks the Simpsons is good, but it's challenged.
5: It's problematic. Yeah. Well, He's got I some mean, concerns the fact that Apu was
10: clearly the hardest working character on the show. I mean, that was what a terrible terrible stereotype. And the remember when he introduced Lisa to vegetarianism? That was fucking awful. I can't believe they put this bullshit out in the air. Well, in
5: this episode. They have this bachelor auction where all of the white guys in Springfield are undateable and Apu is the one guy that every chick wants to fuck. What a terrible... Terrible
13: stereotype! What are they trying to say there? (laughs) Fucking terrible look.
5: So Shivam is upset because the Simpsons are mangling his culture.
13: On the weekends, like I said, I'm a Hindu priest and that gives me a little bit of insight into watching the producers mangle my culture over and over again.
5: Mm. Who fucking cares?! (laughs) Why is it important that an American comedy cartoon TV show get the Indian culture exactly correct? Yeah. What the fuck is this guy talking about?
4: Uh, and, and what does that even mean? If So if if I'm watching a show and there's a white guy on there and I don't feel like it was portrayed, you know, I'm a white guy and I don't do that, so they fucked up my culture. You don't count. Yep. You don't count, Doug. You know the rules of this game. <laughs> I, I wasn't gonna. I was pretending like I didn't know
5: the rule. <laughs> Here's, uh, they, these guys are all social justice warriors, which you'll see evident on these next couple clips that I have here.
9: This episode is a is difficult at times in a in a modern view. I think, too. I, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I I mean. Oh, sorry, Henry. I want to think in a lot of cases and jokes in this episode that the producers' hearts were in the right place. I, I want to think that.
4: Good like Lord. the uh, uh, last podcast on the left with their disclaimers going on.
5: Yes.
9: <laughs> okay. You ready
5: Non-stop. for this?
10: Stop. Here's what I want to do. Let's 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 scrape our couch cushions. We'll put together 50 bucks. Let's get <laughs> these guys to review the World War II output of Disney and Warner Bros. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That crazy stereotypical German and Japanese caricatures and when Popeye punched uh Hirohito back into fucking Japan. All that shit. I want to hear them watch a two minute scene and then apologize for an hour and a half and be like,
4: Well, this was the nineteen forties, and you have to understand that the I, I, mean, do- I, I don't, don't think it's gonna go I around. don't think their hearts were in the right place. I'll be <laughs> honest with you. <laughs> what about What about the old have them review the old Dr. Seuss cartoons? Oh, here we the go. Real- you, are you, you're familiar with those, right?
10: Well, how about where, uh, you know, Bugs Bunny goes to Africa, and it turns out he doesn't right. like black people. Yeah. I mean, you know. That's <laughs>
4: <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to write that down. I'm, I'm, we're recording our show right after this. good. I think okay. we're going to delve into that. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, I've got a black friend here with me, so it's okay to talk about it. Of
5: course. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, right. Some of my best friends are Hindus, so it's fine. <laughs> I, how patronizing is that? It's awful. Yeah. Where this person is judging the producers of The Simpsons. Well, I hope that their heart was in the right place. Guess what, dummy? They're trying to make jokes on a comedy show and get people to
13: laugh. Which, by the way, this Indian gentleman admits that it was funny. I'm not going to lie. I definitely laughed. But there were a lot of parts where I was, like, pausing. And I had to just, like, walk away and come back in, like, 10 minutes. Because I'm like, Ugh, I can't skip it because I have to talk about it. So I have to watch this. Darn it.
5: So he was, he thought it was funny. But then there yeah. were parts of it that he had to stop and walk away from.
10: Oh, ruined his whole day. Because
5: of the stereotypes. Political correctness will destroy comedy. Do you know that The Simpsons is nothing but exaggerations?
1: (laughs) It's nothing but
5: cultural stereotypes. You got fucking Luigi with the pizza. Yeah. You got the sea captain. You got the bumblebee man. Well, even. Why are we outraged about all these things? Even the, it turns out the lawyers are
10: scumbag lawyers. Oh my gosh. How dare they? And it turns out that Dr. Nick maybe isn't a very careful doctor. I mean, what? (laughs) Where does it end? Are doctors offended by this? Like, what are we, what are we doing
4: here? If, if there was a word, like, in the American language that we could create that would describe what kind of comedy this is,
5: well, satire, that's what it is. Oh, my <laughs> satire. Oh, so it actually doesn't hurt anybody, and it's not real life, and we all know that because it's a fucking cartoon?
1: Like,
4: you look in the, in the street in the back of Springfield, and you see a Muslim kicking a human
5: head down the street, you know? It's fine. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so this is, obviously, I don't know if this is Bob or the other asshole, but... They are all in on the white patriarchy ruining the world.
9: This is kind of a bummer to watch now in retrospect, too, because the two guest actresses in this are two of my favorites. Like they're two like yeah. legends of sketch comedy. Andrea Martin and the late Jan Hooks. Like that, they are on equal footing with their uh, male co-stars from like SNL, SCTV. Oh, even, for though, sure. even though they didn't have the huge exposure that a lot of their male co-stars
5: had. So they're trying to solve every problem on this episode that they possibly can. Yeah, right. Guys, cool it. It's okay. It's okay. We can just enjoy a cartoon show. Ah, it's too bad that this racist cartoon that gets the Indian culture wrong also had Jan Hooks, who, you know, didn't have as big of movies as Phil Hartman. And that just doesn't make any sense <laughs> to me. It's... And then they used the word whitewash, which, oh no. uh, I know. I mean,
2: I think the intent with this was, you know, let's flesh out a poo more, like that last episode did. But at the expense of some very broad jokes and a lot of whitewashing, that's what we get in this episode.
5: Uh, these guys are fucking great A cord balls. Uh, the expense of whitewashing. Uh, you guys are the best. Thanks for being on the right side of history, you fucking dum dums. And then. The Indian gentleman is complaining
13: about the tropes that are used. But it also, those are two of like the biggest tropes of like just Indian men in pop culture, which is like, look at this sexless nerd, right? Like mm. this guy who's got no idea how to touch a woman or like like talk to a woman. Oh my God, because there's some oppressed culture and they've never seen a woman that their mother wasn't, you know, holding on to and behind a veil and three walls or whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's just so frustrating that like, and emasculating, that's the word I was looking for.
5: It's just one fucking it? cartoon character.
4: <laughs> if, if you're being emasculated by Apu on The Simpsons,
5: you're already emasculated. <laughs> that seems like a you problem, not an us problem. Holy shit. But according to this guy, they have to change up whose entire story arc in order to get it politically correct.
13: Where's the story of him actually saying, hey, you know what? I made it. I'm rich now. <laughs> I have a billion kids and a wife. I can use some of this stuff and maybe, you know, be something other than the Quickie Mart guy. Uh That's a different word, but it's just gosh, there's so much promise with this character that they could have had, and there's so much places they could go for funny, and they just keep, you know, going for the cheap hit. And it's like eh.
5: All right, so this fucking idiot explains that they're doing it wrong. This could be a funnier character if he were to get a different job. What does this guy know about anything funny? This guy's never said anything funny in his fucking life. He's just complaining about <laughs> entertainment. That doesn't hurt anybody. Yeah. And he's like, he, oh, I, I have to turn this shit off. What they should do is turn him into a billionaire computer programmer who starts a tech company. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Why is that funny? <laughs> All right. Yeah. La- last uh, thing I'm going to yeah. play on this. I don't want to go off too much on it. <laughs> 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 Lastly, thing, last thing I'm going to play. So he complains the one, the white guy complains about the arranged marriage and how that's set up. And he's not, he's not a fan of what the Simpsons did here. She is clearly a child and he is going off to college. And it's kind of a child bride joke that uh, I really don't like. Okay. So he says, yeah, I really don't like that. So let's go to their cultural correspondent and let's find out if that's accurate or not in
13: India for a long time. And even now, to a certain extent, there's a lot of these things like this scene definitely read real to me, right? Like, this has definitely happened. My grandparents were like this. Mm. Like, my grandmother was something like 30 years younger than my grandfather was or something absurd like that. Oh, whoops. Ooh, hey. Oh, wait. Ooh.
5: There's, it was accurate that this, this is what happens in their culture? Whoops.
13: All right. That just ruins everything, doesn't All it? All right.
5: Wow. Well, I, I really ended that segment out of fucking whimper. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to the bottom of the night so I can strike out thrice. <laughs> Fuck me. All right, I'm ready to move on. What else you got, Crows? You got a couple more clips on here? That's it. You're good? That's it, that's all. If you're good, I'm good. Before we move on to our buddy Seamus and his awesome stand-up comedy that I cannot wait to get to, I do want to thank our loyal sponsor, Deep Discount. It's an awesome website where you'll find thousands of movies and TV shows at incredible prices. If you click the link from our website, Go to deepdiscount.com, that way they know that we sent you. Deep Discount has movies and TV shows, but they also have vinyl, video games, apparel, books, electronics, toys and gifts. It happens to be Butthole Weeb's favorite website, I'm pretty sure. Of course. I haven't heard Butthole Weeb endorse any other websites. It's true. So I assume that that's his favorite, I don't know. Uh, Right now they have a Shark Madness sale going on. That's 10% off everything that you buy. Your full order. Take an additional 10% off for Shark Madness. Doug, you excited about this Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse? It's, it's coming out uh, this Tuesday on Blu-ray. Deeply discounted on deepdiscount.com. You can also get the uh, the movie Vice on pre order. Is, is there a way
4: for somebody like me, who is a listener to WATP, to save even more money when I go to this website,
5: Carl? There was in February, but there's not.
1: <laughs> there's
5: not in March. <laughs> he finally tries to help me out, and it doesn't work at all. Oh, no, it worked beautifully. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Find your favorites on deepdiscount.com. <laughs> Own your passion. Oh. Take charge. Go buy it. No more commercials, no more edits, no more bad streams. You can even get the Simpsons
10: episode with the character that sounds like Michael Jackson. Ah, yes. Oh, for
5: a limited time, I'm sure that'll be pulled. Yeah. At some point. Uh, so, uh, go to deepdiscount.com, own your passion, and what we always like to say here on WATP, because they are such a loyal sponsor, is thank, thank you, Deep Discount. Discount. Oh, that was easy. <laughs> me. All right, guys. I mentioned on the show last week that I was participating in a roast battle last night. Yeah, how'd it go? Well, it turns out that my friend Lottie recorded it. Oh, boy. So I'll tell you what, guys. If you don't mind, I'm just going to play it. Because as Seamus has taught us, it's always good to record the first time you go on stage and start telling <laughs> jokes. <laughs> how could that be a bad thing? Fuck. Uh, this is this is my roast battle. We had four jokes apiece. And the way that it works is uh, flip a coin. Whoever wins the coin toss gets to decide if they want to go first or second. And I'm going up against this guy named Shannon Young. Before you, be- yeah, before you play, how, how much time did you...
4: Have looking at the person or whatever, you know, before you went up on stage, did you have any idea who it was you were going to be talking about? I had a week and a half.
5: No. Oh, so you- <laughs> so they, they emailed me. Everyone who, who wanted to participate in this event had to put 10 facts about themselves in. So they sent me 10 facts about this guy.
4: With, with a picture? or?
5: No, I went on Instagram and, and friended him and got to see some pictures. Okay. Which was important. Because Shannon is a 300 plus pound man who has a handlebar mustache with a full beard. <laughs> wow. He does open mics. He just started comedy last summer. And so that's what I'm working with.
4: Wow. When- when you've, when you've seen his first picture on Instagram, you start bouncing
5: up and down in your seat like, ooh, this is great. Yeah. Seriously. You know you know, like the saying like they, they tossed you a softball? Uh. They put the ball on a tee for me. <laughs> they just said, well, go ahead, Carl. Swing for the fences. We took the outfield out. You're fine. And uh, I got to give Shannon a lot of credit. He told me that he's a clean comic. His stand-up is all clean. So I wasn't sure what to expect, but I thought he brought it. He even jumped up on stage dressed as an isotope. Oh my God! He had a white button-up shirt, green tie, pocket protector. Wow! So he went all in on it. What him. a fucking nerd! Yeah, he 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 did, he did well. So <laughs> here is uh, said roast battle. You want know, so first or second? I will go first. Okay. Listen, I'm too evolved to call Shannon a girl because of his name. <laughs> I'll call Shannon the girl because of his tits. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon, you're so fat. Even your face has love handles.
12: Uh- trashing more successful people his podcast recently uh roasted Adam Carolla RuPaul and his band is ruined Songs by Pink <laughs> Floyd Ween like you keep going The Ventures they're laughing because they have actually heard
5: my band <laughs> <laughs> they actually understand your inside joke <laughs> Just Outrage. so uh Shannon is a father to four children and in related news, he's going to be uh, the subject of a new podcast. It's called, How Did This Get Laid?
12: Multiple times. it's <laughs> uh, Scotty's Wife is in a 80s hair metal uh, cover band. There's Carl. They, uh, uh, yeah. It's fine, it's fine. It's Scotty.
1: it's <laughs> it's Scotty's
12: Wife. Uh, where they, they do songs from bands like Poison and... Uh, And White Snake, right? They do, yeah. Apparently, desperate, washed-up has-beens are her jam. That would have gone over a lot better if I had go-go dancers.
5: (laughs) Shannon, listen, Shannon, I've seen your stand-up, and it's bad. It's bad. I think you should do what Brody Stevens did—write funny jokes.
12: <laughs>
5: the comedians in the room got that oh, one. Yeah. <laughs>
12: <laughs>
1: are we on three right now? I think. Yeah,
5: yeah, Just in three. Out. You're on your <laughs> third
12: one. All right. When he's not making fun of autistic abducted girls. Carl's actually a really nice guy he's progressive and generous in fact uh, he's a a large contributor to the gay and trans community with his charitable dollars I'm sorry, his chatterbait dollars yeah, all you guys are being quiet so your wives don't ask you what chatterbait is where's those dollars going?
5: Last joke. All right, so Shannon is a big guy. He's on the keto diet, and this is true. He's working wonders. This is true. Shannon takes shit so big he has to wipe his legs. (laughs) I
12: sent the photos to Carl. He asked. Carl and his wife have been married five years with no kids, and it's not because Carl's shooting blanks. It's because she's biologically incapable of breeding with a troll. <laughs> that, that mustache, is that
5: what happens when the gimp mask comes off? <laughs> That's the
12: handlebars, so no one falls off. Okay, I said uh, last joke. I said last joke.
5: All right, that was the <laughs> roast battle between Shannon and myself. Uh, and it came down to an audience vote, and I lost. Oh, no shit. Yeah, I don't know if it sounded oh, like no I lost, shit. but uh, I apparently... sorry for him. Fair, yeah. You know what it was? And, and I'm not making excuses because Shannon was great. I thought I did an excellent job. Yeah. But the people before us, there was this woman who used the word victim shaming. And I was like, whoa, what the fuck just happened to this roast battle? It got real serious for a second, real weird and creepy. Wow. So then I come up and I rattle off five fat jokes. And people were like, fuck this guy. Yeah. <laughs> you oh, said, wow. you
4: know what went wrong? <laughs> I was thinking you did it at a Weight Watchers convention. <laughs> <laughs>
5: You, you had some solid solid material in there. Oh, thanks, buddy. It was it was fun. Glad I did it. Um, but fuck coming at the car said they can all go fuck themselves. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's talk about our buddy Todd doing stand-up for the first time. He got a similar reaction, I think, right? Lots of laughs. Oof. Lots of... Uh, how many people do you think were in the room for Seamus' stand-up? What's weird is at the tail end, everybody claps when he's done. Mm-hmm. And that's when you, you hear people. Yeah. You know what I mean? It sounds like there's... I you thought know, there were seven people, people in the that. room, yeah. and then you hear 30 people clap when he gets up. Oh, there were 30 or 40 people there.
10: Yeah, because he was getting one or two polite chuckles every five jokes.
5: And I was thinking about this, and Doug, I want to hear your take on it. There's two ways we can go about it. Croge put together some, some clips of jokes. I have a few clips of jokes. Or we can just play the whole thing straight through It's seven minutes. And just talk about each one. I, I mean, I don't know what the best way to go about it is. I think, honestly, this the listening to the whole thing
10: is tough. It's tough. I mean, I it's, it's, it's not fun. Yeah, it's yes, it's not a good time. <laughs> all right. I I try to take really short clips because it just illustrates what the fuck is going on in this guy's head. Okay. But I left in all the awkward ums and us. <laughs>
5: Well, how could you not?
10: Yeah. There isn't software invented that could take out all of the awkward ums and ahs. So. Yeah. And the visual is fantastic, too, because he's yes. he's got this deck of index cards, and he's staring directly at the cards. Yep. And he says a terrible joke, and he mumbles, and he fucks up, and he... And then there's one little polite chuckle in the back of the room, and then he's really ah, oh, and he flips to the next card, and he stares intensely at the card like there's no command of the stage there's no personality you're literally watching a guy read these bad
5: jokes off cards it's like a high school presentation that's really poorly done even yeah. in high school that's not a good way to present to people yeah well I'll, I'll tell you
4: my my view of it is I would I would have voted to listen to the whole thing only if your your audience didn't hear it already but the the beauty of it is he laughs. It's an, uh, that uncomfortable laugh noise yeah. that he makes after, yeah. and and that's where you know,
5: that's where you know that he thought the punchline was. <laughs> yeah, there, yeah. there are a number of times when either he does that awkward laugh or he starts the next setup, and you go, "Oh, that was, that was the joke. Yeah, that
4: was the yeah." Joke. That's what I mean. That that's where you know that he thought the punchline was. That, okay. Like, I wouldn't be a, I would wouldn't be surprised if on his note card it says "pause
5: for laughter." <laughs> I, I will play you an example of that. This is his Netflix joke.
14: Uh, well when you are poor guys, I feel like you can only Netflix and chill until your free trial runs out. You would think that that was the setup. You can
5: only Netflix and chill until your free trial runs out. Then you have to, you know, I don't know, something. That was it. Yeah. I, that I, was I took- the setup and the punchline. Uh, Crows, what do you got on this buddy? I, I know you're uh, chopping at the bit over there.
10: Yeah. Well, he's, He's going for, like, a one-liner yes. thing. Like, he's there's no stories. There's nothing that's evolving or developing. It's just, here's a setup and a punchline. Here's a setup and a punchline. Here's a, and it's none nope, of it's nope, good. Nope. None of it makes sense. Here's here's a setup. Yeah. Here's a setup. Pretty much. Yeah, that's yeah. true, yeah. <laughs> it
5: was lacking in punchlines. That's a yeah. good point. I don't know. Fire off my number one. I forget what it even is. The Willy Wonka one. Oh, thing. yes. I know this because it's called Willy. And no. this is my favorite joke of the entire thing. Because... I think, I think it's hard to the right place. <laughs> yeah. No. He's talking about there's a specific scene in Willy Wonka that he must have just seen when he wrote this joke, but nobody else is on the same page as him. So then he has to explain it after the punchline, which I, I love this.
14: You guys think that Willy Wonka was uh, married? I gotta, I gotta be honest, I think he was divorced because somebody literally took half of his shit. Like, you guys remember that scene? Where, oh. Like the half hat, all that stuff? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I love that he doesn't
5: even wait. Uh, Cause they took half of shit. Uh, you guys remember that scene, right?
14: Uh, I want to
10: break TV, this uh, out.
5: I, I need to break this out. He goes, please. "Do you guys think Willy Wonka was married? I think he was divorced. Okay, why is that? Because someone took half of his shit. Well, oh, he's got a whole chocolate factory. What are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, 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 no. Remember that one scene where he's got all, like that weird, quirky thing? There's like half wallpaper and something? Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so he lost the other half in the divorce? What about the chocolate factory? She wanted the wallpaper. She wanted the hat. It doesn't make any fucking sense. All right.
4: So this is what it would sound like if Talking Simpsons was to go over and listen to his.
5: I I invite both Bob Mackey and Henry Gilbert to go ahead and listen to this guy's stand-up and do their own commentary on it. I'd listen yeah. to that. Yeah, absolutely. I think every podcast should do a commentary on this guy's stand-up.
4: So I I... I... In all honesty, I thought what we were going to do today up until the last minute was, well, last minute was I think 10 days ago, was <laughs> break down all his jokes. Yep. So I didn't pull any clips because I figured that all the, you know, we were going to do the joke and then the talk and then the joke then the talk. So whatever, I'm a piece of shit. It's okay. did, did you pull Did you pull the one where he, he forgot what he was talking about and he's, hold on, let me read it.
5: Yes. yes. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> Crothers has got it. We both got it. Uh, what number is it on here? Because that, that one's a great one. My number
10: three, and this I thought was, because this is the, his divisive social commentary, this is where he takes on the Me Too movement. Yeah.
14: But honestly, I think all these sexual misconduct cases say one thing, that you can be, uh, let me read it. Uh, <laughs> you can be rich, famous, and powerful, but if you're ugly, none of that matters. You can still die alone. Um... Uh, <laughs>
5: all he's doing is staring at his cards he's like wait let me read it that's all we're doing It's waiting for you to read it that's all and what and what was his point and what was
10: what was that was that supposed to be an exaggeration was it supposed to be a satire I, I mean what the fuck
5: are we doing here he wasn't making good social commentary like i was during the whole apu rant that's right a little while ago precisely all right this one's a little longer
10: but he tells a series of jokes about his girlfriend that I found very fascinating. This is my number four. Love it.
14: <laughs> my girlfriend actually has a drinking problem. She can't ever seem to get it in her mouth. Uh, she actually does have the worst balance of anybody that I know. You say, don't slip, and she falls. You say, be careful, and she crashes her car into a 7-Eleven. <laughs> uh, you... uh, and I, I'm cutting off where he just goes
5: yeah, yeah, right, right, in right into the next joke. What was that? I'm I'm guessing that the first joke was stolen.
10: From airplane.
5: Yeah. Yeah. And then the second joke, she probably did drive her car into a 7-Eleven. Which would be funny to not her.
10: Nobody. Not anyone that knows her, and not anyone that doesn't know about this incident. So the circle of people who this joke is funny to is completely empty. It's an empty circle.
4: I I looked at it differently than you guys. I thought this was a a perfect... (laughs) Example of dark humor as well as the uh, comedy rule of threes. <laughs> <laughs> Except he left off the dark humor, and he and he only did the first two setups and didn't get to the third good
5: one. You're, that's a good point. He goes, "I tell her to be careful." She drives her car to a Seven Eleven. He could have done something a lot softer than that next. And it, what am I? Who am I kidding? This would never be funny. <laughs> yeah, in a million years. I have to replay that first joke though. Hold on, a second. please do. Yes
14: my girlfriend actually has a drinking problem she can't ever seem to get it in her mouth did he think he came up with that guys
5: I got all original material coming up this is all something I thought of you're gonna love it I spent a week and a half writing these jokes and then he says my girlfriend has a drinking problem she can't get it in her mouth yeah what a
4: fucking hack And, and thanks to Mitch Hedberg for the other joke that I stole from him as well. Yep,
5: here's the Mitch Hedberg joke. I used to put underwear
4: on my head and uh, run around the house and pretend to be a Power
14: Ranger. I still do, but I used to,
5: too. Uh... E. How does he think he's going to get away with that? Everyone knows the Mitch Hedberg joke, I used well, to do drugs. He's going to get away with it because eight people were going to watch this. Right! we haven't even explained this he put this up on youtube (laughs) he's the one who uploaded this (laughs) yeah yep
4: all right so how how much did you guys get into uh Seamus McKillian in the last week
10: I got a couple more clips of his stand-up and then I had to get some clips of
4: his music
5: I had to oh I had to because it's no, I haven't I, done I, any of this. I was too busy making fat jokes.
10: Yeah. Off, so
4: I don't have any I, of this stuff. I've got a lot of music stuff, and that all the clips that I sent over had to do with music, and and I made a little game out of it. So.
5: Oh great! Ooh, nice. Let's do it. Let's
4: play the game. You ready to go now? Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, okay. So we've already used one of my clips. So don't threaten <laughs> don't, me with a good time. I've only got three left. Okay. Um, so I want one of you to pick. Carl, you pick the uh, uh, clip. The next clip number. Number two. Okay. Okay. Rose. You are gonna tell him, fifteen seconds, thirty seconds, or forty-five seconds. And what I want you to do is just start playing that clip at that moment, just so it—it's very clear to everybody that's listening that this wasn't just pick and choose on a, a clip to make him sound to make Seamus sound like shit. He's got like ninety-five songs on YouTube. Oh no shit. shit! Are you kidding me? And they're all fucked. But. I, <laughs> I, I just wanted to be clear that these are the whole songs that I sent over, and these were the best of what what I could find. This is his good shit.
5: Okay, gotcha. So, so. I'm I'm not understanding the game
4: completely. So I'm giving Carl <laughs> a starting point. I was just trying to figure out a way to crowbar in his music thing, man. I don't know. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Can I just play it then? Just play play something. I don't care.
14: Keep them guessing y'all yeah. Oh no guessing,
5: yeah. Oh my god Wonder uh uh-huh.
14: Wonder. Wonder I keep them guessing y'all say we'll never know no, that I've been doing this forever now they know, oh, i was 17 i'm like this is three minutes fucking long
10: is this what this is yeah you, you can just stop it. I, it it's important to point out that he didn't make any of the beats for these no like the part that actually sounds like it's musical he had nothing to do with okay he's just singing over a beat that he downloaded
4: yeah that that song he there he likened that to uh he said when he heard it it reminded him of 21 pilots you know it's the best-selling
10: band of all time it's so funny because i saw that clip on youtube and it had and i'm not exaggerating three views Uh and i said to myself i wonder who the other two views are and it turns out both of them are done
14: (laughs) number 10 is his mumble rapping okay You know what I'm saying, they don't work as hard. They just put themselves in a position to do a little better I promise that I'm still gonna put the sweater Yeah, like I'm feeling so hot, gotta get on top and do something tonight Uh, I don't know where it's going I just feel like I've all Oh, Oh.
5: Oh. I've never been so uncomfortable on my show before. I hate this. The
10: the one thing I really like about that song, Carl. Oh, I hate it. Is that it
1: sucks.
10: (laughs) Fuck. Now, again, he, he didn't make the beats. Anything that sounds like music, he had nothing to do with. But he does provide his own hook. So not only is he the mumble rapper, but he's that hook singer dude (laughs) so he's going to get that hook in you one side and then boom come around the other side and get the other hook here's my number
13: 11 I can tell
5: I've never heard someone who was off key with a beat before how is that even possible (laughs) there's no notes notes. he's still off key (laughs)
1: Oh, he's singing
5: a note that doesn't exist. That's not a note.
12: <laughs>
5: Guys, I didn't know this was going to turn into this. I didn't know that he did music. Oh. This is. We need to devote another series of episodes just to this. I thought we were just going to talk about his stand up. This is the problem with this new self esteem movement uh, where every fucking kid gets a trophy and then oh, they grow up to have, have 15 fucking podcasts and
4: music careers. <laughs> This has nothing to do with that. This is a clear case of somebody being a fucking psychopath. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, did you get any of his screamo clips?
5: No,
10: I couldn't hack it. I can take it. What do you got? I
5: think think it's my number four. I think. Oh fuck! So he's in every genre. That is what you're telling me. Well, just like
10: he's he does stand up and he does podcasts and he does singing.
5: And he true crime podcast, but he also does critical podcasts of pop culture. Of course.
10: He's a, he's a modern day Sammy James Jr. He's just got it all, man. Sing and dancing. You got it.
5: Oh, uh, the ever popular fade in intro. Oh. What The fuck is that? I think this is Pink Floyd. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, this is yeah. another rap. Yeah. Are there videos that go along with this shit? Or is yes. it just, wait, wait, what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Holy I, shit. I, I, I'm telling you, I've spent,
4: for, okay, try try the number two. I want to get that screamo thing in there. It's it's definitely worth it.
5: We got to at least let him get to the rapping part of the song.
14: Gonna be like this in a minute, but I promise if I'm going in, then I go to get it. I just shut my eyes, get on this ride. I promise when I get the pie, you don't get a slice. Yeah, you going hungry? And they all gonna love me. Yeah. What they gonna do, yeah, they can't rise above me.
5: So he uh, mentions in his stand-up that he's a stay-at-home dad, that he's unemployed. He does
10: mention that. And I wanna I, I I truly believe he's unemployable. Oh there's but no way this guy can get it This guy hobby. plus
5: free time equals WATP for the next 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah. We, I mean, I don't I, know that don't. we should ever do anything else. <laughs> Opie, who? What are we talking about? Yeah, <laughs> Opie. biopie. Hello, shit. yes. <laughs> this is amazing. This is a find, and I have to thank. Well, do I have to thank Doug for this find? I think, I think yes, Doug was the one who found chewed gum. So,
4: before you move, I don't know what where you're planning on going, but
5: actually, I, Doug, I was just I was about to go into a business deal with you since you found this guy. <laughs> do you want some I'm of not... that sweet deep discount money or? What, what are you... <laughs> You want want in on this?
4: 25% of your t-shirt money. How's that? All
5: right. You got 25% of zero. Fucking We Have Uh, merch. Come on, asshole. uh, You don't don't get any of my emails, guy? Come on.
4: I know you're you're fucking listening. Seriously. So I've been doing... I've I've been balls deep in Seamus for the last 10 (laughs) days. I'm I'm taking that, I saw. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't care. Talk slower. here, Here is a list of his bands that are on YouTube. Oh, but no, Kevin. Yep. Oh, that's the name of the band. Yep. And then animal. Yep. Corrupt, corrupt, our existence. Hank Mardukas. Ooh. Echoes in the Grove. Hey, now rickety cricket. Whoa. Anim, animal, animal Crowsley. And then now uh, Todd.
5: Yeah. <laughs> so I remember him saying that he was in a band. He was a nine of them on that, he that. podcast. Yeah. He was like, I, I have no problem being on stage because I've been in a band before. What does he actually do in the bands or are there other uh, members of these bands? Like what, what, what are we talking about here? I need to know what we're talking about.
4: I, I know in corrupt our existence, he is the drummer and it, it just says featuring animal. Um, <laughs> and it's featuring animal because it's two guys in a basement and the other guys running the camera.
5: Holy <laughs> shit. I I have to see this. Should we stop recording right now? So I can just spend the next five hours
4: binging on Seamus. You want to? How do you want to share this YouTube channel? Because all the all these videos are, I'm telling you, there's fucking 100 fucking videos of him. Are you familiar with Hollywood Undead? Yes. You know the mask that they wear? Yeah. There's him bouncing around in the basement with a strobe light and one of those masks, and he's oh, like no screaming.
5: Shit. All right, Doug, do you want me to play this track, too? Yeah, I, I want to get to the
4: screaming one. Okay. I, I changed the name was to accommodate my game, but that went to shit, so.
5: Yeah, you sure did. I don't know what you were thinking. You tell him what place to put it in the song? Yeah,
11: it's all I, bad. We get it.
5: <laughs> <laughs> all, of of it, it head, <laughs> all of it's bad. None
4: of it's good. It was funny in my head,
5: man. Fuck you.
11: All of it's bad. None of it's good. That's
5: right, Bonnie. All right, number two.
14: Is he playing the piano? Keep guessing, yeah. keep Wonder, guessing. Uh-huh.
3: Wonder. Keep guessing. This is the same thing we already played I keep guessing Yeah, we did
7: we'll
5: Alright, here's number
1: three
10: He's about to spit fire, I can feel it Oh, yeah This is gonna get intense, the, in the Yeah
14: the in the
10: Come on, Seamus you
14: better find a oh, find
10: oh. A hero. oh, oh You're <laughs> the hype yeah. guy yeah. Oh, come on,
14: come on again. That is it. me again, and I'm up. It's true. Everything that you ever heard, everything, every single word that is me to a I promise it's my responsibility to leave you bleeding on a track.
5: All
10: right.
14: I almost
5: took
10: that clip because uh. I love he. He tries to rhyme the letter T with the word responsibility.
5: Oh, Jesus.
10: And I fucking love it. The timing of it is so bad that so it becomes good So what are you trying to say? Again. This guy's not very good? What I'm saying is it's like Ed Wood. It's so terrible that it actually becomes good. Okay. You know? I believe that. Yeah.
4: I just sent you over that link to what I was... Oh, good. I, maybe I didn't pull it, but I figure you could play it this
5: way. Yeah. Let's... And you can watch it. Let's do that. Okay. Alright, I had this ready. Oh, oh wow, Crows, you gotta see the visual on this. Oh boy. Alright, so Doug just sent us over a link to a video, and this is called Thy Art is Murder by Reign of Darkness.
1: Fear me. I am
10: Walk right, I mean, oh, yeah,
5: yeah. is that him, does he look
10: so good, he's not, no. the vocal super like fast,
12: I, I think,
5: Oh, my God, that's my favorite thing he's done so far. It's yeah. actually not bad. Is he really wow. doing that? That might have been the toughest
10: clip we've played I... to listen to so far. Today. He's really saying something. How many views he got?
5: There? I like 31. I like All that he wow. says, just me doing live vocals to Reign of Darkness. Yeah, it's just me. Just doing what I do. Just hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get back and do a stand-up, though? Please do. We've gotten off on this tangent now. This is Seamus talking about how he is a stay-at-home dad, and he turns us into comedy gold.
14: I'll be honest, though, guys. I hate silence. I keep a fan on in my house, like background music or something, and I, I grown to hate it more after I saw my girlfriend give birth to my first son, and she didn't make a sound. Yeah, that was... I waited for her to kill me in my sleep, honestly, but uh, <laughs> it, is, it is a true thing, and I was terrified of it. I'm actually a stay-at-home dad.
5: So that was a really good example of nobody knew there were punchlines going on there. Because what he said doesn't make any sense. He goes, I don't like silence. So I have a fan that runs. And the reason why I don't like silence is because when my girlfriend gave birth to my kid, she didn't make a sound. And so now I'm scared. So now he's scared. scared. I'm
10: scared she'll kill me in my sleep. I think
4: you could mine for comedy in that right there. I think that you could come up with a solid joke about uh, stillborn. Oh, jeez.
5: <laughs>
10: <laughs> oh,
8: whoa! whoa. <laughs> uh,
5: this is Seamus on horror movies, and he just comes up with a hilarious gag here.
14: Yeah, uh, I'm actually so fed up with horror movies these days. You know, when can we finally see seven friends partying in the woods? <laughs> uh, Very topical.
5: I love that every setup is I'm actually. I'm actually a stay at home dad. I'm actually mad at horror movies. I'm I'm actually terrified to be on stage right now. It's funny you
10: mention that. My number five is him actually being terrified.
14: Uh, I'm actually uh, pretty worried that the Statue of Liberty is gonna come alive. I'm not sure why, but it's true. I'm actually terrified of like large things. There used to be this uh, huge statue when I was a kid and I couldn't even walk by it because it was right by the doors to the store. I'd be like, yeah, I'll wait in the car. But uh, it's just like the six foot tall Mickey Mouse at Disneyland. I'm supposed to believe that's a kid's friend? is
10: terrifying. So just just a review because I know it's a little hard to hear. This is starting to get funny. (laughs) He's he's afraid the Statue of Liberty will come to life. He doesn't know why but he is. There used to be a statue he could not walk by and he doesn't like the six foot tall Mickey Mouse.
5: I think he's just writing in his diary. I think he brought the wrong book with him. I mean... (laughs) I have a crush on my sister. (laughs) I actually jerk off to my sister while I'm showering. <laughs> Why am I reading this?
4: <laughs> He's actually wearing the panties right now that I, I mean, This is oh. a joke. <laughs> the fuck is he talking about? All right. know, I, I, I honestly listened to the stand-up. I, I, I don't want to say stand-up. The stand-up talking routine that he did. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Stand-up many, reading, many times, stand-up embarrassment. And it just dawned on me how many times he says, I, me, I'm. Yep. It,
5: he he is a fucking psychopath. He he's He thinks he's fascinating. That's he what sure that's does. the problem with all of this. For some reason, he thinks that everything that he does is better than what other people could do, which is so incorrect. It's not even close to reality.
10: I'm going to go ahead and disagree with you, Carl, oh, okay. because go my number 6 is going to prove to you that the thoughts in his head are amazing.
14: Uh, I deactivated my Facebook for 3 years and everyone thought I was dead how important
10: social media is, I guess. That was a hell of a joke right there. He deactivated
14: his Facebook
5: for three years. You know what? How about this, Seamus? Not everything has to be based on a true story. (laughs) Not every setup has to be. uh, So my girlfriend is actually uh, sleeping with other guys and actually... (laughs) But I film it. She lets me film it every other
10: weekend. Oh, now you're saying it's a cock. (laughs) You heard it here. Proge to say that Seamus is a cock. No, I'm saying that his number seven is a fantastic joke.
14: Now, guys, if life is like a box of chocolates, chocolates, what do we tell the diabetics? That's, all that, that, that's the end of that one. <laughs> now, what I love uh, about that is
10: that uh, he doesn't even fuck up the word chocolate, but he says it twice. Yeah. And then, as soon as the joke bombs, he's like, "Well, that, that, that's that. That's all I got for that one." What, <laughs> he's like,
5: what I love about that is that was that's early on in his routine, and he's expecting <laughs> these big laugh breaks. So yeah. early on in the routine, he said something like that. If life is a box of chocolates, what do you tell the diabetics? And he's just sitting there waiting. Yeah. And it doesn't happen. And then later on, it's just rapid fire. He's already into the setup before he's finished the punchline. Yeah. It's great. And what setups they
10: are. I got two more. My number eight is him discussing the nature of comedy.
14: People say that laughter is the best medicine, right? Well, what do we? What, how can we explain Robin Williams, Chris Farley, Andy Kaufman? There's no joke to that. I just,
5: want to know <laughs> uh, oh my god Boy, that's a, let's talk about that one let's talk about that one let's talk about that one <laughs> this guy is doing a stand-up routine he's talking about people who either committed suicide on purpose or just had drug overdoses because they couldn't deal with themselves Kaufman just had cancer oh well or can, or you, thank you i forgot all the people he listed there yeah so he's just talking about people dying who were funny <laughs> And he goes, There's no joke there. Yeah, it's there's a, no Why did you why did you bring that up? There's That's no really joke.
10: I really like talking about people who die young. It's just it's one of my things. I love it. Holy shit. What's wrong with this fucking guy? Now the one I know we've had a lot of fun at Seamus' expense. I know, we have. The one thing <laughs> And more to come. The one thing with comedy, and I'm no comedian, so you can tell me if I'm wrong. Yeah. But you gotta close with a big one. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you, you got to close with a joke that just fucking knocks them dead, you know? Yeah, like
5: someone like wiping your legs after you shit. Like that's that, that's exactly. a closer right exactly. there. Exactly.
10: <laughs> and everyone can identify with it, and everybody's on board, yeah. and, and they, you walk off, you leave them wanting more. Yeah. Number nine is how he
14: closes his set. But I'd love to leave you guys with something to think about rather than a joke or a callback. And uh, this really goes for the adults, of course, in the room. Uh, what if you put on a porn movie, and at the beginning it said, based on a true story. Thanks, guys and i know
10: it was really hard to hear but he says what if you put on a porn and it said based on a true story Mm -hmm. and then he says thanks guys and he walks off stage so that's
4: that's his closer
5: mic drop that's his fucking closer i like the way he set up his closer he goes i know a lot of comedians like to tell a funny joke maybe have a callback yeah oh so you're aware this is what you should be doing that makes it worse if you're aware of this and you're still telling the worst joke possible? That's not even close to funny or interesting? The fuck is wrong with you?
4: So it's weird that you say that. It, it's actually weird that you played this clip. I mean, we, we typically start off our show, me and Anthony, with we know a lot of podcasters try to entertain people. We're taking a different route. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's
5: a good point. He's uh, on the cutting edge of a new style of, uh, of comedy. Yeah. Where he's the only one not in on the joke. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people like the audience to laugh with them, not me. I have a brand new style I'm working on. I think we have to move on from Seamus. Yeah, unfortunately. I think it's time for the cringe of the week. Woohoo. Or whatever we're calling this segment. I'm still waiting on the jingles department to come up with some type of jingle. That's what, that's what that department does. Yeah. But uh, I, I ask the listeners to send us in just a terrible part of any podcast that they're listening to. And this week, we got You Know What Dude, which is a podcast hosted by Robert Kelly. He's got his usual crew, which is like 18 people, along with Luis J. Gomez and Rich Voss. And they start talking about this scene from the movie Misery.
11: You guys okay. familiar with
5: Misery? Certainly, yeah. 29-year-old movie. A lot of people have seen it. If you're younger, you have not. There were some younger people in the room who had not seen it. So, Robert Kelly decides he has to pull this up so they can watch it. Now, what I want you to notice in this clip is you're listening to people watch something. There is a video cast version of this show. I watched it. They're not even showing the video on the videocast. They're showing the people watch the video on the video cast. They don't even have the video mic'd up. You're hearing the audio of the video through their microphones. Mm. None of this should ever happen on a podcast. This is not entertaining for anyone to listen to.
14: Shazam, here we go. Oh, uh, here
5: we
6: go. Oh, come on. Just get to it. You need to fucking see his dramatic pauses. He's so he's such a good actor.
10: Yeah. So well, he's, he's strapped, strapped in. in my little ceramic penguin in the study always faces. You gotta hear it.
11: Oh Mr Mister, Mister. I don't I don't know what you're talking about. Ceramic penguin. Oh
13: god.
3: This
13: is what you're looking for? <gasps> oh boy. Oh boy.
3: I know you've been out twice, Paul. First I couldn't figure out how you did Let's get to it. Can we just get to it? Ooh, yeah. this well,
13: her scene is great. Right there. Right there. Make sure they could never run
3: away. The operation was called hobbling.
13: There we go. <gasps> four by four. Yes. Railroad tire. weighs 800 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking
10: idiot.
9: I wish you were tired of one. <laughs>
10: <laughs> I want to hobble your teeth. First oh. of all, a fat chick could barely lift up the sledgehammer. She'd be out of breath just picking Not up. Not a chick from Maine,
13: Colorado. <laughs> Oh! 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 Oh!
1: Let's see it again.
5: That was fucking atrocious. What is this show? That's my buddy Robert Kelly on You Know What Dude with professional comedians watching a clip from a movie.
1: Yeah.
5: For a while. They couldn't even get to the clip they wanted to see. And then they reacted to the scene where... She bashes his ankles. Good God. With a two-by-four. You know, I hear clips like that, and I'm like, maybe Who's Right is a good podcast. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, the other thing that I want to talk about is our buddy Butthole Weeb. Do you know what his shtick is, Crows? Are you familiar with this guy? Yeah, you, you, uh, he was on last week, right? Well, do you know what he does, though? you know what he's known for? Go for it. He asks people if they watch anime. Okay. And he also asks if they eat ass. Fuck yeah. I'm he likes to if people are eating ass and watching anime.
10: Can you do the two simultaneously or is it like you can only focus on one of the others?
5: I, I think it's one at a time Okay, in his world. But he might get better. This is a super chat with a show called The Tomorrow Show, which is on the Not Sam Network, which is Sam Roberts Network. Okay. And Butthole weave uh, asked them a question that they read on the air.
7: Kev, so a lot of support in the chat, but also Ugh. we have a, uh, a uh, super chat. to Takira, if you want to take it.
11: Sure, I'll take it. Uh, Landon Mick and James for $2 says, do you guys listen to Sam Roberts? WATP, who are these podcasts, is better.
5: Okay. And
10: Sam Roberts. Let's go back to the people being happy for you.
5: WTP is better than Sam Roberts. Yes. Wow. (laughs) It's true. Thanks, Butthole We We appreciate you getting us mentioned on that show that no one's ever heard of and no one's listening to or watching. And he paid two bucks for the privilege. Yes, he did. Wow. Amazing. Yes, he did. And you know what? If you don't want to go on the Super Chat, you can just go to our PayPal account. (laughs) As Doug will tell you. Don't you...
4: Isn't it amazing that that you're you have people that do things for you like that
5: it is i appreciate it quite a bit that's why i, play I it on I, the show i i don't know how long
4: how long, don't patronize me motherfucker <laughs> I, I <don't, laughs> so you know we, we have you know john from what used to be brand x right so yep. he started his own his own podca- another philly, podcast another philly
5: fanatic as I, we call him over here
4: yeah so he started another podcast called unbelievably stupid mm-hmm. and the dumb fucker, when he started it, he bought unbelievablystupid.me instead of .com. Yeah, that's smart. And a listener to of one of our shows bought it, bought that URL, and redirected it to ours.
5: <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's <fucking> amazing. <laughs> yeah, I love Gosh. it. I mean, it'd be great if anyone heard John's show and then tried to Google it, which will never happen, but I do like the gesture, though. Yeah, no, I, nice. I,
4: I just think it's great that there's people out there listening to us and... You know they go out of their way to try to make us happy. I like that.
5: I would call it surprising. <laughs> All right guys, we've done a lot here today. Uh, we've accomplished a lot. So I think it's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. The teaser. Next the week's teaser. The teaser. This is the part of the show where we play a clip from the show that we'll be reviewing on next week's episode of WATP, and here is said clip.
3: But welcome. Thank you so much for coming on board. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so have you all, like, ever gone online and, like, felt depressed after a while?
7: Uh, Yeah. I, I, I don't know if it's the same app, but my thing tells me how long I spend on each different kind of app. Whoa. And uh, I do a lot on Twitter. It's oh. almost like my bulletin board for writing, so I'm kind of constantly on there, and I'll have days where it's like, You spent 10 hours on social media. I'm like, how is that fucking possible? Like, crazy. 10 hours. All right, this is a podcast called
5: The Brighter Side. Wow. And you might be familiar with this if you're a WATP fan, because I played clips of the promo to this show when we did the last podcast on the left. They're on the last podcast on the left network. Okay. And our buddy Adam, previously of the Metal Hand of God podcast, reached out and said... We need to talk about the brighter side. We need to dig into the show. Because what these guys do is they take something that might not be all that positive. Okay. Like, say, manure. Yeah. And they try to find the positive spin on it. If you remember that promo that we played a few weeks back. Oof.
10: Yeah, I'm going to block that out of my memory. Yeah, you probably like That a terrible
5: fucking premise. It's a terrible premise. It's going to be a terrible show. And I'm hoping that we can just get through it quickly so I can get back to Todd's music <laughs> and his stand-up. <laughs> Cause that's, I'm just renaming the show or we're, we're, re, we're in a rebranding phase right now. Yeah. I had no idea this was all going on until Doug opened our eyes to it. I, I'm surrounding
4: myself with shitty people. So if you
5: need more material. <laughs> I've noticed that you fucking turned me onto to the, we have merch guy. This fucking Todd dude. The fuck I did? I, how, how did I turn you on to him? I don't know. So please join us <laughs> again next big. week. <laughs> It might be the episode where we find out once and for all who are these podcasts. Sleep well, everypony.
0: pony. in the mosh of morning radio. Epic fail. <gasps>
3: mm, okay, great show. Good job, everybody. Good job, everyone. <laughs>
8: The show has reached a new low. Ooh, what I don't
1: get it.
8: You know, who are these podcasts?
12: I don't know. I don't get it. it. Makes
5: no sense. All right. Time to start show number two of the day. Doug, you want to plug uh, Who's Right while we're here? Sure. Head over to
4: whosrightpodcast.com.
5: I can never That's predict it. what Doug's going to do. <laughs> <laughs> he gets me every time. I expected you to say, no, I don't give a fuck about that. You know, we're, we're eight hours in on the show. You're probably thinking no one's listening. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Check out the show. <laughs> Me and my buddy Anthony have a great time every week. So you
4: you've made it a point to know to, to think that you know what I'm gonna do. You always say that's yeah. your stick.
5: I don't have a stick. I'm just I, you don't. I, you're unpredictable. I want to play for you guys. Boomer guy's best call ever. Oh boy! I'm gonna start off our voicemail segment. I mean, oh boy, with Boomer guy's best call ever, best and he set the bar ever. pretty high. Yeah, but sure this is his best
6: call ever. Hey, you boomer fuck.
5: That was pretty good. I would say that is the blueprint. That's it for a good voicemail into WATP. That that was uh, that was well done. That was his best one. Yeah, this one's not as good, but he has Seamus writing your fucking jokes now. Jesus. (laughs) He has uh, he has some words to say about the people on our Reddit.
6: Fuck Rumpus and all of Reddit are all a bunch of faggots. Kill yourself. All right. By the way, that was the
5: meanest thing you've ever said to me, Doug. I don't know that I could ever forgive you (laughs) for what you just said. It's fucked up. We had a celebrity call in to our voicemail. And unfortunately, we're booked up with guest hosts for the next few weeks. But maybe we'll make this happen.
0: Uh, Oh, hey, Carl. This is Adam Sandler. And I love to be on your podcast and do
12: really kooky voices and characters.
0: (laughs) Oh, (laughs)
1: <laughs> thank that you was,
5: adam that was not terrible it wasn't, I was terrible. Saying, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't the worst <laughs> i would i don't know i mean maybe i'd have adam sandler on as a co-host i think he'd be too corny though <laughs> this is uh a guy who would like a better t-shirt than what we have available which is obviously no shirts right now but we'll figure it out uh. at some point Because as Doug knows, I just want to monetize everything I can.
0: Oh, holy shit. Did I make it? Did I get through, Carl? What's up? Uh, I just wanted to leave a message and let you know I want to support the show and buy your t-shirts, but I like a t-shirt that doesn't have a shitty garbage can with fucking headphones wrapped around it to display for everyone. So maybe you could make a better fucking t-shirt for me. And then I'll wear it. Thanks.
5: And this guy calls back again. After that, he felt bad about because He wants to support the show. I mean, if you think about what he's really saying there, is that he wants to buy a t-shirt. They just all suck. Yeah. So then he feels bad about it. Calls back to apologize. And then it actually gets much, much worse.
0: What's up, Carl? This is Rich again. Just wanted to apologize for the earlier voicemail might have been rude i just wanted to make it clear that i'm not ever going to walk around wearing a fucking shirt that has a trash can on it with headphones (laughs) all right i love you guys you have you have the best show i love you love jen from the jingles department oh jen getting some love but it's going to take a lot to walk around with a fucking green <laughs> trash can with fucking headphones on a goddamn shirt and display that for everyone. <laughs> All right.
5: Is that I the first person to say that? Carl. Yeah.
0: All right. I think you should know about this. Yeah, I should. Like, like, was that your fucking idea? Like, yeah, this, this is a good, good marketing <laughs> thing. We'll, we'll do what we'll, we'll fucking make. Make a green trash can, <laughs> put headphones on it, and we'll sell that. Come on, come on, buddy.
5: Well, I think that was Kevin's idea. I think Kevin did our, uh, our design. That was be- That was
4: beautiful. <laughs> it was. He called, <laughs> yeah. And to tell you that your your, your logo is shit. That's all. You know, he could have just said, you know, I love your show, but your logo shit. So I'm not going to buy a shirt. No. But he motherfucked you, and then he hangs up. I don't know what the time was between when he hung up and when he called back. But then he called back and apologized. But then,
5: just went way worse. (laughs) I know. I love that. It's perfect. This is uh, this next one is a typical podcast fan. This is what when I think about these shows that are out there where it's just somebody talking about themselves or about Mm. nonsense. This is who their audience is. Hey, best
3: buddy. I was just. I was just listening to the podcast, you know, hanging out with my my good friends and, and I, you know, I went over to my uh, my family's house and we we were talking and I said, yeah, I was hanging out with my friend Carl the other day and my girlfriend Jen from the jingles department came over uh, and we were all hanging out and having fun. You guys should meet them; they're really cool. And then this guy, <laughs> my other friend Crozier came over and and their friend Dick and we had a lot of fun. I'm
7: so lonely.
5: fucking nailed it (laughs) oh that is beautiful that's the problem is that there's so many lonely people that Opie thinks he has a fucking audience because he's entertaining this is, oh I mentioned Opie finally yeah there you go this is uh, a voicemail from a guy who works for Amazon surprisingly enough Amazon called us up and uh, well they have an opinion on Jen from the jingles department let's just put it that way
3: Hey, this is John from Amazon calling about your order of minigun bullets, chewing tobacco, and uh, Mastodon records. Uh, Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to fill your order. Uh, It looks like your man card has been declined. Something about you letting your wife ruin an episode of a podcast. So um, you're welcome to explore any of our uh, other, other inventory of Atlas chaps or ball gags. Um, but unfortunately I can't fill the, uh, the items that you requested. So thank you for shopping and have a good day.
5: I think, I think he's referencing Jen from the jingles department. There There's a rumor on, on the internet that we are married.
10: That's a long way to go for that joke.
5: That was a long way to go. This next one's confusing. The guy either thinks he's saying Jen from the jingles department or he thinks Andy is cute. I can't tell.
6: Hey, girl. I was just calling to say I think the reason that so many people shit on Andy is because she never really has a controversial thought, uh, but she sounds pretty cute and uh, is pretty well spoken, so I'd keep her around. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure. Well, I'm not sure what to make
4: of that.
10: That
6: or no, we... no,
4: I think that story just holds up. <laughs> yeah, it's either
10: that
5: or we've been assuming Andy's gender wrong this whole time. It's possible. I've been calling him my brother-in-law. Way off on that. <laughs> you're going to like this next voicemail. I sure am. Because this person suggested a podcast that I believe you are a fan of. So oh. I want to get your take on this.
3: Hello, my name is Daniel. I just want to say I really appreciate you guys' work. put out a great show every week. I believe I found you guys through The Dick Show. And uh, just since then, I've been enjoying a lot of the episodes that you guys put out. just want to throw out a quick suggestion for an episode, uh, for a podcast that you guys should cover. It's called Your Favorite Band Sucks. They go through popular bands, singers, or rappers, and on each episode, they kind of trash each of them talking about why they suck. Most of the time they are popular, which gains a lot of controversy from fans of those bands or singers. I guess pretty similar to you guys' premise. Uh, uh, You know, just really hating on podcasts, talking about why they suck, and then the fans of those podcasts come after you guys. Um, But yeah, you guys should uh, totally cover your favorite band, Sex. I enjoy them, but I'm sure there's plenty of things you guys can trash on about them. Thanks.
5: Is that the one that you've suggested in the past? Yes, and your callers
10: can give me shit for it again if they like. They can all go fuck themselves. Right. That show makes me laugh, dude. That's one of the few shows around these days that I really think is funny. It's not well organized. It's a couple drunks just yelling about what they hate about Metallica. And to me, it's the funniest fucking thing you can possibly do with
5: your time. There was...
10: Carl, I did get I gotta, multiple gotta,
5: people gotta, tell me that that show sucks. What's that, uh, Doug? I got a, I got a question. So, why did, you
4: know, you don't have to play every voicemail you get, right? It's true, <laughs> I, and, I, and I don't believe it or not, believe it or uh, not. Cause, I mean that because that. Did you play that just because it was relevant to uh, Crow's liking that show? Is that yes. the only reason you played it?
5: Yeah, yeah. I wanted to get his take on it because I've had people. Yeah,
4: you could have you just said, hey, you know, somebody asked if we. Uh...
5: <laughs> You're right. There wasn't any <laughs> substance to that. That's a good point. Doug, do you want to be a producer of WATP? I could, I could obviously use help. I'm already in for 25% of your T-shirt money. That's... Can I get another
4: 25% for, for producing? Uh, what is that, 35% total? Yeah, that's fine.
5: <laughs> I'm not good at math. Doug, I'll, I'll, be in a, I'll be the accountant as well then. Doug, I know that for you it's easy. You get zero voicemails so you know exactly how to do that. For me, I have to figure out what's worthy <laughs> of playing and what's not. So we, we
4: play zero voicemails unless they are funny.
5: Yeah, that's not we, we
4: don't just play everything
5: that everybody throws at us. That's I mean, a good point. All right, well, in that case, let me play you this, just a clip from a voicemail that is a head scratcher.
7: If you leave a voicemail, you're a fucking retard.
5: All right. Makes sense of that one. I That's a conundrum. I mean, it, it, it holds up. Yeah. It, I can see the logic behind it. It makes sense. All right, this next one, Doug, you're going to love. You're going to know why we're playing this one. This guy's got a joke, and the setup, the execution,
3: flawless. Hey, Carl, I mistake your show for a cooking podcast because it seems that you roast anything you get your hands on. Five stars.
5: Our fans are not funny. This is uh, this is someone who actually likes Jen from the jingles department. I shouldn't say actually. <laughs> I sound like Seamus now. I'm, I'm actually a guy who likes Jen from the jingles department. <laughs> oh shit. Anyway, this person is a fan.
6: Hey, Carl. I got to tell you. I would get rid of Andy and put Jen from the jingles department in as a co-host.
5: Crow's just nodding his head right now.
6: <laughs> so much better than all of your other co-hosts. And I think she's actually your wife. So I mean, you should at least give her a, a, a co-hosting spot. I mean, all the other things she's got to do for you, like wash your dirty underwear and, jeez, for God's sake, have sex with you. You should at least <laughs> let her co-host the show. Get rid of Andy. Keep Jen from the jingles department.
4: Didn't you already play that one? <laughs>
5: no. Would that make Jen your brother-in-law in that case I too, think so. or um,
10: I lost it?
5: there andy's a woman so maybe i should marry andy and then have jen from the jingles department co-host now we're getting somewhere that'll be episode 200 are we losing you over there doug we lost him
4: hours ago we got got a few
5: fuck
4: (laughs) (laughs) that never ends
5: it never (laughs) ever ends it's ridiculous i got a couple more things to play here and they're very important one (laughs) is my buddy butthole weeb Crush, you familiar with this guy? The one and only. Do you know what he's into? We we go way back, me and Butthole Weed. Do you know what this guy's into, Crush? I'm all about it. He likes to ask people if they eat ass. (laughs) And also if
7: they enjoy anime. (laughs) Fuck yeah, he does. (laughs) Hey, Carl. Uh, I just want to talk about this fucking Butthole Weed dude for just like a second. Like, he's going around asking everybody if they eat ass, but he doesn't eat ass. He's judging people for not answering his question when he doesn't even fucking eat ass. Fuck this dude, fuck his poser bullshit, and fuck Boomer Guy.
10: So just because one doesn't eat ass, that makes one ineligible
5: to ask others if they eat ass? Is that what this guy's saying? I mean, I ask people if they have their master's degree. I would never (laughs) do that bullshit. (laughs) But it's a fair
8: question.
7: Yeah, seriously. Hey, I mean, guys, uh, this is butthole weed. Um, oh, he's gonna answer from last week, Carl. I I gotta fucking address this. Um, I've gotten like four fucking DMs from people who are like, "Oh, you gotta watch Lion King. It's way better than every anime." There's no way that's true. Sucks. Um, no. Um, I'm gonna be the. He's if, saying, if, if you remember, listeners uh, of our show Carl, are DMing uh, him to with, tell him to uh, watch Lion King. Uh, with Maddox and that lore. Uh, There's no, no lore way that's to watch true. Titanic. Uh, it, that That's me with... Uh, All right, I got to bail on that one. Yeah,
5: I don't, I, I don't know what he's uh, talking about there. But he does but have a I, qu- I got a better idea. I, yeah.
4: I'll just be the, the voicemail screener. <laughs> oh, okay. That, that'll work.
5: So not a producer per se. Carl, no messages again this week. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, this is a question for you, buddy. Okay. Butthole Weed knew you were going to be on the show this week and this is addressed directly to you.
7: Uh, hey guys, uh, this is Butthole Weed, uh, Kind of drunk uh, again. Um, I heard, uh, Carl, you're having uh, uh, Doug from Hoobastank on this week. Uh, ask, uh, please ask for me, uh, Doug. Doug from Hoobastank, can you ask him uh, if this is very important. And listen to me very, very, very hard. Uh, does Doug eat ass? And then also ask him another very important question: um, What is his favorite anime? This is important because if he answers <laughs> wrong, if he if he denies that he eats ass, um, then he can't come on your show anymore. Uh, <laughs> that's that's the Buffalo Weeds perspective. So uh the rule. Go ahead and ask him that, and uh, yeah.
5: All right, Doug, you're on the spot, buddy. <laughs>
4: Yeah, so anime is for faggots, and I eat ass like it's groceries.
5: Perfect. (laughs) Perfect answer. I think he answered that correctly, Butthole Weep. Doug is allowed to be on the show. Yeah. And it's amazing to me that everyone thinks they can do this. I know that I have a lot of different guest hosts on, and every week there's a different guest host. Everyone listens to the show thinks, oh, I could be a guest host on this show. They all want in, including a very drunk Butthole Weep.
7: Also, hey, this is Butthole Weep. I saw fucking Clay Early, that dumb motherfucker who has been doing the quote-unquote rivalry with me every week. He calls in drunk like a stupid dumbass, Um, and he said that I had a foot fetish or some shit. Clay, dude, you have no room to talk shit. I got a lot of shit to talk about you. Clay so, Early is the um, guy who
5: calls in and calls me Chris or I guess Ryan.
7: With most most of your fucking voicemails, I don't know you how the like fuck these people are marble <laughs> You're even exhausted. Ginormous <laughs> I know. You have enormous cock in your mouth.
0: So, I know. It's
7: uh, a lot. Um, We're almost drug, to it, Doug. Drug voicemails are funny, but uh, for your or for you, no. Uh, you, you sound like you have a, a cock in your mouth. Uh, so go fuck yourself. Um, also, uh, Carl, let me call in, dude. Uh, I can be sober. And I would love to call into your show. Just, uh, just fucking, just give me an episode like you do, Dick Masterson, where he <laughs> like he I do, Dick Masterson and, uh, <laughs> to the the podcast you were talking about. I have plenty of time to answer and uh, listen to the podcast that you put out. So
5: he has plenty uh, of time. Yeah. I'm not surprised by that.
7: Yeah, fuck, he's unemployable as well.
10: I like that he was grossed out. By foot fetish.
5: Yeah, he said
10: that I have a foot fetish. That's disgusting. Now back to <laughs> analingus,
5: Carl. So, so butthole weeb says, I should get out of show just like you have Dick out of show. Now I just watched the latest bonus episode from Dick Masterson. He sold a cartoon to Fox that he produced three episodes of that he played on his show. What are your credentials, butthole weeb? I'm just <laughs> just curious. As to why I would have you on the show, he's been on the Not Sam Network. Do you play bass in the Isotopes? Is there anything (laughs) about you that's interesting to me (laughs) that I would allow you to be on the show? Clay Early did leave a voicemail, but it sounded like shit, so I'm not going to play that. He did motherfuck butthole weave to keep that rivalry going. There's some other guy who wants to co-host the show, and I'm a little nervous about what he
3: says
7: here. Pieces of constructive criticism for you. One, I was thinking, you know, it might be great if you were like, you know. Said something nice about the podcast once in a while that you're criticizing. Also, uh, I'd really like to come on to your show and be a a guest host. Everyone Everyone thinks they can do it. Just uh, do your show. You know, rip it apart and just uh, get back to me. This is Grant Leahy, and uh, I think it it could be a really good project. Also, I've started a Patreon for you, and I'm doing pretty well. What? What? uh, (laughs)
6: Get in on that. Just let me know.
5: I would like to get in on that. There's a you started a Patreon for me? What the fuck? Is that legal? I
6: don't, know, I don't
5: <laughs> know. Can you do that? Doug selling about WATP t shirts. This guy's got a Patreon for me. Does, how's Anthony's uh t-shirt store doing? He
4: has yet to open it up. Okay. Uh, what what may have been an offhanded joke spiraled out of control <laughs> rather quickly. Obviously. <laughs> but we got some laughs out of it. That's really all we were going for.
5: So everyone thinks they can co host and this guy is now making money off of WATP. I'm assuming he's rolling in dough. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Because everybody wants to donate to the, the Patreon. All right. I'm sorry, guys. Very last voicemail. This is Boomer Guy versus Butthole Weeb.
6: Hey, it's Boomer Guy. And I'm here to call out that faggot Butthole Weeb, man. Shut the fuck up, you unfunny fucking asshole, dude. You're not fucking funny. Oh, boy, eat ass. Yeah, that's great. The fucking joke of the fucking week. Yeah, and we all know that you're a degenerate motherfucker who's, like, what, like 500 fucking pounds? Probably has never seen a pussy in his whole fucking life outside of it being drawn or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> little faggot, dude. You think you're so funny. Oh, I'm going to call in. Oh, I'm going <laughs> to spread the word of W-H-E-P. Oh, I'm so cool. Butthole weave. <laughs> ha Go fuck yourself, faggot. Like seriously, man, what a, what a little fucking beta bitch, man! I bet, I bet you're fucking what, like a big old five foot two, maybe like six hundred fucking. T- no, I'm sorry. I'm let me be. Let me let me be uh, oh, factual. Cool. Like three hundred and twenty fucking pounds. It's only, like when you get to, like, like fucking hell. Dude. Fewer pounds. Your parents are just just a little bit tired of you, not because you're not fucking working, it's because you're smell. Yeah, that's why he's called Butthole Weed, because he fucking smells like a butthole. Anyways, hey, uh, Butthole Weed, kill yourself, faggot.
10: <laughs> Boy, now if there were, ever was a case of the pot calling the kettle an obese homosexual,
5: <laughs> this was it. <laughs> Doug, what time are you supposed to start your podcast? Are we making you late for anything? Uh, just a half hour ago, don't worry okay, about it. Okay, no
4: worries.
5: <laughs> Maybe we can what, do one of those crossover shows where you're recording your show at the same time we're recording our show. You used to run a, a tight 60 minutes, man. What All happened? Right now, what yeah. the fuck happened? It's spiraling out of control. I didn't even get to a bit that Crozier brought in. Oh, be thankful. That we haven't even got to. Uh, do you, wa- to do you to want it. to play these no. clips? You're, you're <laughs> done? Everyone's tapping out. All right. Well, Doug, thank you so much for joining us on the show today.
1: You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs>
5: you're the best man i hey. i apologize for keeping you so long on a saturday Croche. no i i don't care about any of that
4: in all honesty if if you do want to have me come on again sometime yeah please don't make it a fucking three-hour episode
5: yeah that was a long one i i apologize for that Croche didn't even listen to it so apparently that's what you should have done is just listen to different episodes Croche, anything to plug yeah, I'll be on the subreddit later. Come join me.
1: I'm awesome.
10: uh, the obese homosexual. <laughs> All right. Doug, I'll, I'll see you there. Doug, anything
4: to plug? Yeah, check <laughs> me out at hoobastank.com. Okay. <laughs> check
5: me out on the playing base for
1: Hoobastank. <laughs>
6: <laughs> All right, kisses, you faggot. Kill yourself. <mwah>.